What's going on, Drunken Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we got to do first. We got to do those things that generate a little revenue for the show. First and foremost, we're brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Slayer. Did you know you can support this show for as little as $3 a month, less than the cost of a beer? You can get the uncensored versions, get the video versions a week early, get ad-free audio for just a little bit more, just a touch more. And every cent you spend on the Patreon goes to me and helps support the show. Believe it or not, alcohol is not free. Go to patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Help support the show. Get yourself some bonus content. We are also brought to you by the merch store at anwd.net slash merch. Bunch of awesome new designs up on the merch store. Get yourself a rad hat, a shirt, all sorts of other and now we drink merch at anwd.net slash merch. And because it is that time of year, it's AVN time. I was fortunate enough to be nominated again for best adult podcast or favorite adult podcast. Yes. Favorite adult podcast. I believe is the actual title, not best, just favorite. That distinction is actually very important. Voting is open. Now is a fan vote award. The link is in the description and you can vote daily. So do me a favor, drinking buddies, go vote. I'd love to take home some gold this year. That would be awesome. If I don't still an honor to be nominated and last, but certainly not least, the easiest way to support this show. Go to youtube.com slash now we drink. Subscribe. Feed the algorithm. Check out the video versions. Check out the shorts. It's really that easy. And also, signal boost. Share social media. Tell your friends. Just let people know about the show. Bring more drinking buddies to the party. That's all I ask. I appreciate the hell out of all of you. Let's get on with the show. My guest this week, in amazingly high demand, is the one and only Liz Skyler. After doing the show with Liz, I totally understand why everyone was demanding that I get her on. This was such a fun episode. Liz brought some bougie tequila. Holy man, that was, was good. She is not a cheap drunk. And she brought cookies. Like All MILFs should be required to bring cookies from now on. That, that's just the rule. Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, drinking buddies. going on hello thanks for having me my absolute pleasure thank you for why i just thank you why should we show yeah okay (laughs) it's my favorite for the uninitiated how much does that fucking bottle run i don't know (laughs) my husband i think it's like 200 yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that is the most expensive alcohol that has ever been consumed on this show. Really? Oh, my gosh. That's my favorite. I mean, we probably should actually consume it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we're going to. I've well, been eyeing that thing for, like, the last... What third. are you waiting for? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd laugh a lot. A lot. <laughs> Shit. I'd be upset if you didn't drop it on camera. Oh my, like, right? If you dropped it off camera, but... Right? Really? Okay. We don't get to drink it, and I don't get the blooper? What the hell? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, like, shutting the wire in here. What it looks like. Everybody that's never seen this before. <laughs> Your eyes got all big there. 
greatest smell ever. So we're going to have to cut for like 15 minutes for Liz to settle down and <laughs> we'll be back. No, kidding, kidding. That was a big shot. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I am, I mean, I don't dislike tequila. I'm normally not a tequila drinker, but I'm, when you. This will convert you, my friend. When you bless me with something like this, I, I can't be like, no, no. It's holy water. <laughs> but let's put a cork in it to make sure we don't spill yeah. it. Oh, my God. Oh, I can imagine that. That is something that I can wholly imagine. <laughs> Alcohol has definitely been spilled on this show before. <laughs> well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. My absolute pleasure. <laughs> we. I was just sipping. You were just like, no. (laughs) I'm glad you were happy with your purchase. (laughs) Ah, That is good. Yeah. I was trying to look for the ghost tequila for Christmas this year. I have an empty over there. No, the one that's literally shaped like a ghost emoji. Really? Is that Mm -hmm. what they put it out in a ghost emoji? It's like, it literally looks like a little ghost. And they sold out of it everywhere. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I could maybe talk to my contacts at Ghost. They, they sponsored the show at one point, so. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, do you mean that? And that's what they pointed to. I was like, no, I'm looking for the little emoji tequila bottle. <laughs> so I'm more of the aesthetic person that likes to have that kind of stuff around the house. It does make a very good spicy margarita. Ooh. Yum. I love margaritas. Ghost tequila. One, um, my brain is like, do the ad read. Do the ad read, Matt. Do the ad read now. Like, <laughs> Ghost tequila, 100% agave. <laughs> I'm going to stop myself. They haven't been a sponsor in years. <laughs> I see it over there. It's really cool. Uh, for a long time, they hadn't read up me, and like I was just had the empty as a prop of like, ghost tequila. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside baseball for the old school folks. Like, sometimes you got to make do. Man, you got to... you more than I did. What? Although I just, I downed my whole thing. So I, I hate to break it to you. Like, <laughs> and for anyone on the internet who somehow doesn't understand how things work, I'm a larger human being than you. <laughs> so therefore it takes more alcohol to affect me. The boobs suck up a lot of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're going to put this to the test. I used to be such a lightweight. Um, and since the pandemic, that kind of changed. I think everybody <laughs> became an alcoholic <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> I actually drank less during the pandemic. Re- really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No, I remember, like, the first night that they announced that everything was closing down. I'm, like, sitting there with, like, I had, like, a joint. And I'm, like, <laughs> You were saying. <laughs> no, I was, like, so scared that it ended up not being that big of a deal. Like, but I was I smoked a lot of weed during the pandemic, like a lot. Um, but it's just I've found that it's not really the thing for me. It's just for my mental health, it's just not good. <laughs> Why? What happens? <laughs> oh God! I one time did a smoking video for OnlyFans. Someone wanted it, and my husband got me like a 500 milligram blunt, and I smoked half of it, and I didn't really put two and two together. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to bed, like. And then I went downstairs and I just froze. Like I opened up the fridge and I'm just like, shit. So I woke him up 
And he was like, okay, let's walk around the block. So I'm walking at like 12 o'clock at night in my bathrobe. <laughs> and my neighbors are like walking their dogs. What are you doing out here? I'm like, um, I'm really fucking high. <laughs> so yeah, I don't smoke it anymore. Wah, wah. Oh. Yeah. But at least we're drinking. Yeah. That's, yeah. There's always alcohol. There is. It, <laughs> like, I don't understand people that don't drink that like, I understand people who give it up, but I don't yeah. understand people who are just like, oh, I've never drank. I know. That's fucking weird. How much of human society could be wrong? Yeah. For how many millennia? Yeah, no. I. It's like this and cheese have made it through the ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can you be wrong about both of those? Like, I don't understand who people like you don't like cheese either. I love cheese. Right? Yeah. Like a charcuterie board. Right? Or as we call it, a coochie board. <laughs> I know it sounds kind of gross, but just a little. Like sounds, sounds a little um, slimy. Yeah, ew. <laughs> I know. It's like tripping off my fingers. Like, ew, god, 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 that's gross. Ugh. You started it. You <laughs> started it. Oh god, I need like kind of another shot because of that. <laughs> I told you this bottle's probably not surviving the show. <laughs> no, God, if I drink this whole thing. I'm going to be drinking it too. Like, yeah, no, thank God my husband's picking me up. I took an Uber, folks. Do not drink and drive ever, ever, ever. Don't do it. Yeah. Please. You can get shit faced, just don't drive. Right. <laughs> I was telling that to you earlier. My parents always were like, when I was a teenager, they're like, we don't give a shit what you do. Just don't get in the car. I'm like, okay. Free for all. <laughs> See, that's why one thing I am happy about growing up in Chicago is like, we had public trans. And it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'll get drunk and get on the train. Oh, my God. Damn, that must have been wild. <laughs> oh, definitely peed on trains before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> God. I was a degenerate youth. What? I remember one time my dad picked me up at like three in the morning and I was just, I don't even know how I got in the car and I was just puking out the window. He's like, don't get it on the paint. I'm like, oh. I can't believe he'd like let you in the car. Oh, yeah. He was like, well, I'm not going to leave you there. I'm like, well, thank you. Better man than me. I would have just been like, when we when you sober up, I'll come get you. My dad, uh, my dad's a a good guy. <laughs> my dad was in the spirit industry for thirty five years, so I know a lot about alcohol and what's good, what's bad, all that kind of stuff. What's on the bad list? Um, besides anything endorsed by a celebrity, he actually said he said everything. Any kind of alcohol that's free is good. <laughs> No, but like he would always tell me, like this is what you put in a dirty martini. Like I always put kettle one in my dirty martini. Um, and then he loves what kind of tequila? Um, I don't know how you say it. The Casadoras or Casadoras? Yeah. Yep, that's good tequila. So he's like, oh, the celebrity stuff's overhyped. It's all bullshit. So it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. If your alcohol was that good, you wouldn't need a celebrity to help sell it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. I have no problems with you hiring an actor to help endorse it, but if you need an actor to like get it off the fucking ground to get investors in it, probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll ask around to a total line. Like what's good? Like that's not overhyped and like they, they steer me in the right direction most of the time. So except for the argument about the tequila. Yeah. They were so snobby. They were like, well, like, you know, come back and we'll show you what real like good tequila is. 
I'm like, it's all the same once it goes down your gullet. Like you're just, you know. I, I disagree with that. <laughs> the reason is sh- cheap shit you feel the next day. Yep. Good shit. You're like, that was a good night. Mm-hmm. I'm very like that with vodka. Like it's got to be good vodka. Belvedere, Goose. Everybody's like, ooh, you're so bougie. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't want to wake up like my the room's spinning the next day. So. I feel that. <laughs> so. I got to admit, Tito's is good for the price point. I love Tito's. Tito's is really good. Um, Smirnoff? I don't know. I feel like if you can get legitimate like Russian Smirnoff. Yeah. Because the stuff we get in the States is not actually made in Russia. Yeah. I think it's made in like, I don't even know. Are you looking or, at stuff? <laughs> I might be thinking of Stoli. Like, I think there are oh, two. Oh, Stoli, yeah. I don't know. So I have, because I'm looking, well, no, this is Jameson, but I've been to the Jack Daniels factory in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and if you have not done that, I highly suggest you do. It's the coolest fucking thing ever. I haven't, but I also have an unreasonable dislike of Tennessee for no good reason. Well, slightly good reason. The first time I ever was in the state, I got pulled over. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like... Got a speeding ticket that I probably should have gotten out of, did not get out of it. Oh, no. And then I got my license suspended because I'm like, oh, it's an out-of-state ticket. I don't care about that. Mm. It, <laughs> I was wrong. Oh, my God. No, it, Jack Daniels Factory is amazing. And then the whole town around it, like, they'll give you, like, shot glasses if you go to their store and buy something from their store. It's really cool. Smirnoff's made in Illinois. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> Yeah. And then I think Tito's is Texas. Yeah, Tito's is an Austin thing. Yeah. Smirnoff is made in Illinois, and it's owned by a British company. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, isn't, um, I think, I think like Anheuser-Busch was taken over by by a German company, too. They were bought out by a German company. No. Yeah. I had a friend, like, this was years ago before they really hit controversy, but he was like, he was like, "Screw that! I'm never drinking that again because it's owned by it's not by, owned by an American company." Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Inbev merged with them. Okay, yeah. I'm not a beer drinker though, so is that beer? <laughs> is that beer? <laughs> I know. Like, oh my god, I'm not drinking it because of like Dylan Mulaney endorsed it, or I'm I am drinking it because Dylan Mulaney endorsed. Like, no one should be drinking it. It's water. <laughs> Right. Liquid death is much better for the price point for water. It is. Oh my God. I love liquid death. My favorite. Don't don't drink Budweiser products. Like, because it's just not good. It's it's water. It's yeah. with some hops in it and some carbonation. Well, and it's one of those things like with any of this shit, like the private companies are not their country of origin. They're not the government of their country of origin. So yeah. oh, we're gonna boycott these vod. These vodkas, they, uh, because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, like, are they owned by the state? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I never understood that whole Bud Light thing. Everybody's like, oh, my God. I'm like, whatever. There's more pressing issues in the world. <laughs> Just slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> yeah. They lost, like, $9 billion over that. Or something crazy. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. It, it only matters to their shareholders. Yeah. I still like going by their factory, though, because they have the Christmas tree on top. It's fun. <laughs> Why? Just Yeah. 
Yeah, no, people are – I remember like years ago the whole thing about the Starbucks cup because the Starbucks cup was just red for the holidays and it wasn't decorated. And I'm like, are you guys serious? Like, get over it. <laughs> like, there's people that are dying. <laughs> yeah, there's people that are dying. Yeah. Do you think that Starbucks Corporation, like, you, you, we're going to pick out something to offend yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. People don't seem to grasp, like, oh, shit, things don't revolve around you as yeah. an individual. Like, yeah. This, <laughs> this company, this multi-billion dollar company did not pick this out to offend you. Yeah. Yeah. Shop there or not. Like. Yeah. I don't drink Starbucks anyway, so. You chose or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's too much sugar as yeah. I'm drinking a shit of alcohol. <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you. You can't order it black. <laughs> I know, but I don't like that. Wow. That's gross. <laughs> wow. Ouch. <laughs> no, I do. I'll do dark roast coffee with almond milk and stevia drops from my house <laughs> so that I'm not paying $9 for a cup of coffee. But you don't get any stars. If- I know. I know. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, I only drink Starbucks once a blue moon and. Mostly I started drinking it again because they're offering me Delta Sky Miles with purchases. Oh. Like, oh, like if you drink so much Starbucks, we'll give you free Sky Miles. I'm like, well. Okay. I like traveling. Fuck. <laughs> that seems I like, like caffeine. <laughs> Every time I go there, it's like I uh, – doesn't work out good for my intestinal tract. Let's just put it that way. Not good. At home being poopy. Yeah. And I'll I'll cut like call out or call my sister and be like, you fucking asshole. Like you told me to get the pumpkin cold brew and now I'm stuck in the toilet. So sorry. It's okay. I'm sure somebody's into it. <laughs> Trust me. There is. Just set up a cheap tripod on your phone and just like, I mean, you can't actually show the explicit part of it, but you definitely could show yourself just. I don't know. Like, well, I would never do it anyway, but you would not believe how many people have asked me that on OnlyFans. It's gross. But if they're paying. I know. But like OnlyFans is very like you can't do anything on OnlyFans. Well, just claim it was simulated. Like shoot it from the waist up. Just yeah. Just in face and <laughs> face and. God. If OnlyFans comes back to be like, oh, the, all that sound effect was added in post. I was yeah. just sitting on a toilet. Like, is that against TOS to just sit on a toilet OnlyFans? Yeah. No, they're, they're crazy. They don't even allow squirt. They won't allow it. Um, we had to, I did a collab with Braylon Bailey once. We had to edit out everything of her squirting because only fans thinks it's pee. They deem it as pee, whatever. Okay. <laughs> like that just took out the fun of that whole video. It would be hilarious. I mean, it would be a goddamn post-production nightmare to just put a Gaussian blur, like a masked blur on the squirt as it shot across the yeah. screen. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's all blurred. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as someone who does post, goddamn, that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, but hilarious. Yeah, especially if like you shot it at high frame rate and then did slow motion of it, like blurge. Oh my god! I come up, I come up with weird ideas before that are not necessarily sexy. No, it's OnlyFans doesn't allow anything. You can't even say certain words on OnlyFans. If you say meat, it has to be. M like it has to be like M E E E T, not M E E T. Like it can't be the word meat. 
because they're insinuating that you're meeting someone up for sex. But what if I want to meet up and play checkers? Well, yeah, like I talk about like meeting like, oh, I'm like, I'm going to go meet my husband for dinner or whatever. And they're like, no, I can't say that. Well, I hope you can meet your husband for sex. I hope so. <laughs> like, I, re- I feel bad for the dude. Like, if you can't meet him for sex. I know. Like, <laughs> someone should be calling and checking in on him for like, you know, a self-termination watch if you can't meet him for sex. Right? Oh, my God. The poor man. No, I, t- I take care of him. I make sure I do. <laughs> He de- he deserves it. He's a good guy. Like, <laughs> he was texting his friend the other day, and he was like, "Oh, I I got it like you know like four days in a row." And he's like, "Well, you fucking better. Your wife's a professional." <laughs> he's like, "Shit." <laughs> yeah, but the reality of the situation is, because you're a professional, doesn't doesn't mean you necessarily like or you know get a little beat up and a little you know. So- yeah, some things happen or, you know, like I'm just exhausted. Yeah. It takes a lot out of you physically, emotionally. So sometimes I'm just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, this <laughs> is much more akin to football than it is baseball. Like, yeah. Like, number of games a year. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot. So, and he understands like, and you know, he's not a spring chicken anymore either. So he's like, you know, when I want it, he's like, I'm fucking tired. So. I said I want it. Yeah. I know. I was really busting his balls the other day. I'm like, this is bullshit. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm older than you. I have an excuse. I'm like, you're not that much older than me. Like, what the fuck? How old is he? 38. That's not old. I know. That's what I said. Like, the younger than me is shit. <laughs> I'm like, sir, Hugh Hefner was having sex like into his 90s. Yeah, that's problematic. I don't know. I've had, my oldest was 70 and they had no problem. Yeah, greatest generation after all. Yeah. <laughs> or is that technically a boomer? I don't know, but like honestly, like I was really impressed. Like he didn't like have to like jumpstart it or anything. I was like, wow. I was like, okay. <laughs> Where were you paying a 70-year-old? <laughs> um, it was for um it was a for a collab on OnlyFans. How does he know how to get on OnlyFans? Um, it's a, <laughs> does he have a grandkid sure, who like uploads it for him? I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but it's, he's the owner of Perp City. It's Maestro Claudio. Oh, oh well, <laughs> now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, he's so sweet. Like, no, Claudio's great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now I feel like an asshole. Like, like oh, someone who's actually a professional in this industry. Shit. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're in fucking good shape. And you have no problem. Like, I, I was blown away. I called my husband after that. I'm like, he's doing something fucking right. Get the tips from him. Yeah, right. <laughs> can I schedule you to a lunch so you can <laughs> compare notes? <laughs> yeah, great guy. <laughs> like, I feel like an asshole now. <laughs> Thanks. I, okay, I should clarify. 69. Okay, he's nice. 70. He's 70, 69, whatever. Oh, no. At that age, you take every fucking year you can. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's going to be pissed that I called him 70, but whatever. He can take it out on you later. <laughs> yeah. So that's my oldest. So. Uh, see, I, I thought Very it was proud just like of that. some old man creator. No, no. Yeah. Uh, like, I have no fun. Now you got me out here making fun of, like, established fucking people that book people. <laughs> Fuck. Legends. <laughs> Gonna get me in trouble. Like I, I work in this industry too. God damn it! <laughs> I have no problems making fun of some random old, old OF creator, but like, <laughs> oh, people that actually book people, like, eh. 
Sorry, I hope he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't mind. I'm sure he doesn't. But if he does, oh well. I'm not editing it out. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. <laughs> well, no, obviously you got the job done. Yeah, it'd be a, and very well, might I add. <laughs> it'd be a bad thing if he's like, "Excuse me, let me go kickstart this thing." <laughs> no, and he like I was waiting for him to, and he didn't. I was like, "Wow." That's the thing about the like the old school male talent. There's just something in their brain that's like, fuck that brick wall, bro. And he's like, I'm on that. Yeah, I'll like fuck that totally, brick wall. Yeah, like a mindset. Like, yeah, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> and being a dead horse for my regular audience, but it's like, that's why I never wanted the job when I got in. Because I don't have that mindset. Like, I actually need to mostly be attracted to the person I have sex with. And when the I got majority in. Majority of people. Yeah. Yeah. When I got in, there was only studio work for male talent. And, like, I know what goes into it. I'm like, yep, can't do that job. Yeah. And. These days, yeah, I hear stories about a lot of the younger male talent, like having to pop pills or. I don't know. Maybe I live in fairyland, but I haven't experienced that yet. You're just so hot, Liz. Everyone's just like. (laughs) Everybody's just been like ready to go. They're just like, I was going to fuck it. I don't need that. (laughs) Um, But she brings cookies. Yeah. (laughs) Wee. She brings cookies. How can you not? How could you not? <laughs> and it's like crazy. Like some of these guys, like they're loads. It's like, I'm like, what are you taking? Zinc. Is that really what it is? I mean, that's the rumor. I've heard like if you get like Botox and filler, you're supposed to take zinc afterwards because it's supposed to do something. It's supposed to preserve the Botox and the filler longer. Oh, I thought it was just going to give you bigger loads. No. <laughs> so it's like, maybe, I don't know. I'll ask. Because like I was on set one time and I was like, we both like stood there. We're like, wow. Like it just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. I'm like, wow. Okay. Very impressive. It's like, whew, good thing that's outside. That'd be a set baby for sure. Right. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people ask me, well, oh, do you do this or do you do cream pies? No. Cause I don't want to get pregnant. Sorry. Everybody's like, well, you need to be on birth control. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just got to worry about like, Someone fucking up. Yeah. Well, that's it's happened, but I've you know I've taken Plan B, so it's it's all good. But um, yeah, I just don't no porn babies. That's not in the cards for me. It's a good call. Like, yeah. <laughs> hi, person I met today. We're gonna be stuck together forever. Yeah. Oh my god. Could you imagine? Oh my god. No. That's why I got a vasectomy, so I don't have to. Oh, well, my husband got one too, and his didn't work the first time. Yeah. Yeah. How did that work? He went to go get tested, and the the lady came back. She goes, did you get a vasectomy? He goes, what do you mean? She goes, you've got the normal healthy sperm count of like a 20-year-old. And he's like, what the hell? So he called up a doctor, and the doctor's like, well, I thought I cut the vas deferens. Well, if you thought, like, what? Isn't that a malpractice suit at that Yeah, point? I know. So when he went back in and they opened him up, like they didn't need, he didn't need, they didn't even get close to the vast deference the first time. What'd they cut? Like, like tissue. I know. Yeah. I hope that that doctor paid for your house. I know, right? I know. That's like that. That's very vital area for yeah. you to fuck up about. <laughs> so my poor husband's like, he had to have it twice. L- luckily, they're very fast. Yeah. The second time he was put asleep, because the first time he was kept awake and they just localized him. And he said it really hurt. And I was like, dude, try having a C-section twice. 
I'll pass. Yeah. I don't have a uterus, so that'd be really <laughs> messy. Like, what are you digging around in there for, guys? <laughs> it's actually not that bad. It's really not. I'll take your word for it. No, it's really not. Like, I think because your adrenaline's going so much. And then by the time they put that shot in your back, you're so numb. Like, you can't feel shit. Like, you know, just pressure. And that's it. Or at least for me, I didn't feel anything. I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want a small human inside me. Yeah, it's, it was, I loved it. I miss it. And everybody's like, you're crazy. I really. But you don't want a set baby. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. You're like, I don't miss it that much. No, yeah, no, not that. Like, it's only with people that. I know. <laughs> I well, after you're around for a while, it's the same like 20 dudes. So you will get to really know everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. Um, no. But no, C-sections, the, the recovery sucks. Absolutely sucks. You're, you're given no pain medication afterwards because you're breastfeeding or they at least want you to. So you're, you're like, they're like, oh, take some Motrin. You'll be okay. Meanwhile, you've got like an incision like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the, this is actually accurate, but there's a lot of talk about like women's pain management is just not done well in America. I don't know. I, I wasn't the first time when I was in labor, I didn't have a lot of pain. Um, and I was, I got up there pretty much like a lot in dilation and they're like, oh, you're doing really well. Second time. Mm-mm. Why'd they decide to cut you open if? Uh, I was, my first was breach. Ah. Yeah. So, and my doctor's like, yeah, I don't do that. That's too risky. But the second time I was in so much pain and they wouldn't do anything for me. I was like screaming and they're like, oh, well, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you're the best doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're the best doctor my insurance will get. Like, yeah, right? No, yeah, pain management. It's, you know. And then I feel bad for people who are allergic to any kind of narcotic like myself. Anything, I just throw right back up. So It's not good. I don't know. It's just there's something like anything like uh, Vicodin, Percocets, all that. Just bleh. What happens if you boof it? Have you figured that one out? No. Poop right now. No, no, no. I don't. Oh, my God. I think, can't you die from that? Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Don't do it. Once again, hashtag do not listen to Matt. Yeah. I am not a medical professional. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> yeah, public service announcement. Don't listen to me. But it's funny how I like some things and I don't like. I was given Dilaudid once and that's great. Wow. That's, wow. Memorable. <laughs> Well, then it can't have been that good. Hmm? It couldn't have been that good if you. No, it was. I. It was so good. Like, yeah. I called my sister up. And I'm like, they gave me this stuff called Dilaudid. She goes, Oh, you mean hospital heroin? I'm like, Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it only lasts for about thirty minutes, and then it fades off. So. I mean, that's probably ideal. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't want that stuff in you twenty four seven. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody who does. Yeah. And then they're not with us for much longer, right? I know it's. Could you imagine like getting to Michael Jackson levels and being like, I have my personal anesthesiologist. Oh my God. I still can't believe that. That was like what? 22 years or no, not 22, 12 years ago. No. What was that? Oh, it's been a while. That was 12 years ago. Right. You died in 2009. Cause I was in LA when that happened. I was a nanny 
and I was overhearing someone's conversation and I thought they were talking about Elton John. And I was like, who are you talking about? They're like, Michael Jackson just died. I'm like, what? Yeah, so. Right after Farrah Fawcett. Oh, I know that poor woman. Her death was totally overshadowed. <laughs> right. Poor thing. And then Ryan O'Neill just passed away last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's been, or Shane McGowan passed away last week too. No, that on the same day as Hedrick Kissinger. I, <laughs> like that was some weird, weird internet memes at that point. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. So many people want Kissinger dead. Yeah. No, that was so funny, but I liked that Johnny Depp was at his funeral and everything. I thought that was super cute. Oh, I, I guess it? No, no. no. <laughs> and McGowan's, yeah. Like, I thought that was super cute. Johnny Depp and Kissinger's. No. That was so weird. Like, <laughs> Johnny Depp supporting war criminals. No, no, no. Um, but it was it was super sweet. The Irish are very much supportive. You know, I don't have any Irish in me, by the way. None. I'm sure you worked long enough. You'll get some. <laughs> no, I did my DNA. I have zero. Oh, it'll be someone else's DNA. <laughs> um, I'm mostly Sicilian, um, and then I have Egyptian, Iranian, Croatian, and French. Nice. Yeah, good mixture in there. So, silly question on that front. Why are we as Americans so obsessed with, like, where our ancestry is from? Because, like, how many generations has your family been here? Uh, One. Okay, so you're, at least you're recent. Yeah. Because it's it's wild to me that people that are like four or five generations deep and like I'm Irish. Where's your fair, where are your parents from? Boston. Yeah, where are their parents from Boston. No, you're fucking American. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, like my my grandparents are from Sicily. Left during World War II because they were like, "Fuck this, this is really bad," <laughs> um, and they came here. Um, but I think it's because we want to feel like connected to something. And how about we be connected to the country? It's right. It's wild because people are just like hyper nationalist right now, but still will identify as like a country that they've probably never stepped foot in. Yeah. Right. I know. I've never been to Italy, which I get a lot of shit for that because I'm very much, I mean, it's like literally it's on my hand for God's sakes and I've never been there. Why not? I haven't gotten to it. But you've been to Paris. I know. I've been to Paris. I've been to London a few times. If I told my husband, if we're going to go to Italy, like we're going to make like a month affair out of it. Like we're going to do the whole coast. We're going to do Sicily, Rome, Venice, Florence. I want to do everything. What's stopping you? I know. Time. <laughs> I'm doing too much porn. <laughs> you could do porn there. People have sex in Europe. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you. There are people that have sex and film it in Europe. I know. I really want to do that. Do you want to do like the wild shit in Europe or just like, you know, some more, I don't want to say vanilla stuff, but like more standard fare. Standards. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't know. I don't know. You don't want to go to legal and get like. Yeah. I don't feel like this is your general direction. No, no, no. (laughs) But I feel like I get like arrested or something like. For what? (laughs) Stop committing crimes. (laughs) Don't don't commit crimes in Europe and you won't be arrested. I know. Right. No, it's pretty much over there. You can do whatever. They don't give a shit. Well, sex wise, violence wise. Violence wise, they, they, they arrest. Yeah. I always have like this fear of like like midnight express type shit. Not that I ever have carried drugs into any kind of country, but just being locked up abroad and just nothing anybody can do for me. Well, statistically, you're much less likely to be locked up abroad than you are in America. Yeah. We lock up a lot of people. Have you ever seen Midnight Express? 
maybe I feel like I have and I'm drawing a blank. Oh my God. That is the scariest movie ever. It's with um, Randy Quaid as a young man. I forget the other guy, the main character that was, was put in jail. Uh, so it stars Billy Hayes. Billy Hayes. Or Brad it. Davis as Billy Hayes. John Hurt as Max. That movie's wild. He's basically like jailed, like I think it's like seven years for hash. Yeah. And they originally told him it was going to be like no jail sentence. He was going to go home and like they tricked him and he ended up being put in like an asylum and like drugged and he escaped. And I, I just watched that. I'm like, what? Well, it's on my list. I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's good. If you look around the corner, I'm a bit of a film nerd. Yes, so. I see that. <laughs> I heard you were talking about Chinatown the other day with um, Hime. So, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Wild to like that movie. It's like, oh, this is all based kind of on real life shit. Mm. It is. Yeah. Over water, for God's sakes. Water's important. <laughs> it's, it's wild. I know everybody's like, I've never seen that. And I'm like, what? It's like, it's famous. It's like, literally, it's about the corruption of, of you know, it's, it's I don't know. It, yeah. And it's wild. <laughs> it's a landmark film. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson and then Faye Dunaway is really good in that too. So. Movie's yeah. super fucked up. Super fucked up. It's great. Like just the whole Mulholland thing, the whole, it's, weren't they like killing people like over, like they were, they were over like, uh, I forget. It was like, they were basically like the, there were, there were people that were trying to spy on DWP and they were getting killed over it or something pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Like over water. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, it is. Well, it's one of those things where like people don't seem to realize that like we kind of terraformed Los Angeles. Like mm-hmm. this shouldn't be as green and lush as it is. Yeah. Like we're in the desert. We really yeah, we really are. Like if you roll up to Palmdale, that's what it should look like. I have a book, I have a coffee table book. It's about like this thick of LA. When LA was nothing, it was just a field. And it's so crazy to think that we turned it from that to what it is today. Well, and as I tell people all the time, it's part of what gives LA its charm is because there was no fucking plan when they put this place together. Yeah. It was just like, everyone's like, land rush. Mm-hmm. And that's why you get neighborhoods. It's like, oh, why are the streets wildly different sizes? Why does this mm-hmm. neighborhood have alleys and this one doesn't? Mm-hmm. It's because it was all a bunch of different developers rushing to develop shit. And that's why... LA has such a weird fucking hodgepodge of a map of a city. It's like, mm-hmm. if you look at the geographic borders on map, it's all like jagged edges everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LA's got so much history. It's very interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I fall down rabbit holes on it. Sometimes, like, you got it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was making sure you got it. It's like, look at this. Let this fall out of my hands. Yeah, you look at the history of Venice. It's like, oh yeah, there were legitimately like canals there. Besides, yeah, oh yeah, like and then Dodger Stadium is very interesting to me too. The whole <laughs> displacing the, a lot of yeah, fucking displacing people. a lot of people. Like that's fucked up. Like that's. I mean, what's super fucked up is some of the biggest diehard Dodgers fans are effectively the people that were displaced mm-hmm. by Dodger Stadium. Yeah, like, and it's so weird. I've been to so many Major League Baseball stadiums. Dodger Stadium is like it's on its own. And everywhere else, like it it drives you out into bars and restaurants. And it's just 
Dodger Stadium's just in Chavez Ravine on its own, and it's weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's beautiful inside there, but like, yeah. it's also like, oh, good luck getting in or out of this fucking place. Yeah, and if you don't know where you're going, yeah. But it's pretty, though, because it's got a nice view. But. Like many things in LA, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's nice when you're inside, but there was no plan on getting out of this fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Like the Greek, the bowl, like all of it. It's just like, yeah. You want to fucking Figure leave? it out. <laughs> Your fucking problem. We put it here. Enjoy. Good luck getting out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I have people that, like, come down here for the first time, and they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, yep. It's LA. Because there was no plan. Yeah. And this city's built for, like, under a million people, probably. Like, what is it now? Oh, I mean, the LA metropolitan area is, like, well over... LA, like LA million, yeah, like twenty million for LA County. The city proper is. I, I'm gonna actually Google I'm this because I don't. It. Yeah, Google it, people. I'm I'm gonna because I was like I think it's four million, but I think it's more. Uh no, in 2021, which is the I guess the last note. Oh maybe oh no, three point. We lost people. Fuck yeah, we lost people. We lost three percent. Good. Good. Bring that rent down. Yeah. Yeah. Some of, some of us aren't homeowners. So. <laughs> 3.7 million. In I remember the COVID was the big migration out. Everybody was like, I'm going to Texas. Good. I'm like, good luck. And I had a friend that moved out there, and like three weeks later, they got hit with that deep freeze where it was like negative 30 for two weeks. And she's like, fuck this place. And the po- they had no fucking power. Yeah. Because they're on their own system out there. So they were fucked. Yeah. So. I have a bunch of friends in Austin who were like, move to Texas. We have a bunch of opportunities. I'm like, cool. Let me know when you have a job offer. Yeah. No. I'll think about it at that point. No. I am too old and too established to move somewhere for an opportunity, dog. Yeah. I would love to move, but I've got kids and yeah, know, they can help got back. grandparents. And I don't want to take grandkids away from grandparents. So. Yeah, live your life for you, though. Yeah. I don't know. I like, even though, like, I hate L.A., I love L.A. (laughs) Personally, as someone who's been all over this fucking country, there's nowhere else in the States I would rather live. Like, I've been to 45 states. Like, nowhere else. But if you want to move, move. Like, it's a flight. Yeah. Especially as your kids get older. Are they really going to spend that much time with their grandparents? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I still do, believe it or not. I neglected the hell out of mine, so. (laughs) Mine are still alive, and I see them quite often still. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know I live in this Neverland, like, oh, they're never going to die. Yes. They are (laughs) never going to die. Yes. (laughs) Uh, One thing I I have to appreciate before my grandfather went, like, in the later years, he stopped giving any fucks, and he just was telling, like, World War II era sex stories, like in front of my grandmother, that did not involve my grandmother. Yeah, no, that's my grandfather's the same, and I, he's irked things out over the years. And I was like, he's like, yeah, when I was when I was stationed in Okinawa, and I was like, ooh, that's does grandma know about that? Because that's not grandma. Yeah, my grandmother was in the room. He's like, oh yeah, I've been to Hollywood. They marched some girls out for us for the USO fucking dances. Yeah, and he was talking about. Some girl that he had to, you know, before she'd give it up, she he had to promise to marry her. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, but I'm shipping out tomorrow, babe. And then, you know, sealed the deal. And they're like, oh, shit, he actually got orders. He's like, I actually am shipping out tomorrow. Shit. Oh. No, when I think about that, it was... <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. You never met my grandfather, though. <laughs> no, my... um, I actually am lucky. I've never walked in on my parents, but my sister has. And just recently, too. And my sister said it was fucking scarter for life. <laughs> it was so bad. My sister was living at home at the time. She came home and she was like loud. She was like, hi, I'm home. Like, hello. Nothing. She comes upstairs. My parents' room's wide open and my sister was like deer in the headlights and my parents were like, like, hello. Like, yeah, hello. You've been in the moment and not wanting to stop. I don't know. And like, my sister was like, just like sit- sitting there and like, my dad was like, get the fuck out. Like, my sister called me and I said, oh, my God. If you're that close to getting your nut, you're not yeah. looking to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you can't hear this, you brought this on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I needed another drink after that. <laughs> That's so gross. That's how you got here. Yeah. That's how you got here. My parents were very open, like, but I still, they don't know what I do. Are you ever going to tell them? Eventually, when they find out from someone probably other than me. <laughs> don't you want to head it off at the I, pass? I know. Everybody's like, yo, you got to, like, you got to break the ice. You got to tell them. And I'm like, I know, but, like, how the hell am I supposed to start this conversation? Like, yeah, my husband's let, been letting me bang all these other dudes for, well, like. Breaks right there. Your husband ain't letting you do shit. You guys have agreed. Yeah. Yeah, that's you true. were not a piece of property that yeah. you fucking. Oh, well, my piece of cattle could go earn for me. I think they think my husband's like more of a sensible one, though. So I'd, I'd well, yeah, he's, my his dick's not on film as much. <laughs> I think though that if I told my dad like what I was getting paid, he'd be like, oh, "Okay, we don't need to have this conversation anymore." Have a nice day. <laughs> you're a fucking adult. Yeah, I know. That's what my best friend knows, and she's like, "Honey, you're an adult." Like. They can't tell you how you can and cannot pay your bills. Right. So, you know, well, I have to remember that. Like, I still think I'm like the 15-year-old girl that's like, what I've been doing. Well, and on top of it, like, whose life are you living it for? You're obviously right. living it for yourself. Yeah. So why not fucking own it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eventually. I always say I'm bracing for impact. Well, let's get you some more to kill. We'll drop I know. <laughs> I'll help break it to them. <laughs> Hi, I'm a complete stranger. Mom. <laughs> we'll get her on, We'll get your parents on the speaker. Yeah. We'll drunk dial them. Yeah. I'm like, Hi, I'm a complete stranger. I've discussed your sex life quite a bit tonight. <laughs> Just to let you know, your daughter is a very successful pornographic actress. <laughs> your daughter is an award-nominated pornographic yes. actress. I, I will. I'm going to add that into there. Fleshbot nominated. Right. I was very disappointed I didn't win, but the people who did win, they did very much deserve it. It's an honor to be nominated. Yes. That's what I keep telling myself. Yes. I think um, my girl Gigi Dior just won something for Fleshbot. I don't know. I had dinner with her or lunch with her the other day, and she's amazing. Hell, three years in to get that kind of recognition is still great. Yes. Oh, I have amazing fans. They're they're very loyal. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm I'm not painfully aware. I don't want to say painfully aware, but I'm aware. (laughs) Yeah. Your fans have been They're commenting. Crazy. That they have been commenting on other people's YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, so when's Liz coming on? When's Liz coming? 
I know. Ryan McLean made that comment to me on the last shoot we did. He goes, yo, your fans are nuts. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I, I hate to think that we've already broken into demonetization kind of territory because I was probably going to make some decent money on this episode, but eh, <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> so, yeah, but. <laughs> Too inside baseball for y'all. Mm-hmm. Your fans, their reach for your follower count is wild. Mm-hmm. I definitely interact with people that have a higher follower count, but not many people that are as rabid as your fan base. Like the couple of tweets where you, you made me feel like a piece of meat, by the way. <laughs> Just sexualizing me over here. <laughs> the amount of like likes, just like, wow. Mm-hmm. That the is the one where I was flashing my boobs in the liquor store. Yeah. I'd, I was like this because it was packed. I was like, okay, I don't want to get arrested. Wee. No, solid work. Solid work. <laughs> Give me a lot of fucking silly shit to respond to. Because if you're unaware, if you reply all at me, I will respond like it's for me. Yeah. It amuses me. Oh, I get the comments on YouTube. Does your husband know what you do? Is he okay with that? I'm like, um, yeah, he's my manager. People are like, oh, well. I'm like, do you think that my husband wouldn't know what I did? Like, are, are we people that like that stupid? Some people are, yes. It's crazy. Like, well, some people are dumb enough to believe that. Not, I don't think you would have to live such a wild double life to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Like, especially now, like, I have a Tesla. My husband knows where I am 24 7, which. Is that why you Ubered here? (laughs) I know, right? No, because I didn't want to get a DUI because, you know, my husband's like, look, an Uber is way less expensive than getting a DUI. Agreed. Yeah, so especially in this state, are we talking? <laughs> this is the effect of too much tequila. This is what happens on this show. No, but your husband knows, and like, yeah, the, very much the double life you would have to fucking live, and like, it's with social media, it would be impossible. Like, even if you had a second burner phone, the amount of notifications I get from when you mention me versus the amount of notifications I'm sure you're getting on a regular basis. Wild. Either you would be wildly neglecting your fans and just not turning that phone on unless he wasn't around, or he'd be like, why does that phone keep fucking going off? Yeah. I had a hoe phone at one point, not to hide anything from him, was just to hide stuff from my family, because I hang out with my family a lot, and I didn't want people to be like, why the fuck is your phone blowing up? And I still get a little nervous that my mom is going to be like a nosy little bitch. Just tell her. Just fucking tell I her. I know, right? Let's have some more tequila, and let's tell Merry her. Christmas. <laughs> Right? I'm I'm I told my husband I'm like I'm hoping to keep this shit till after the new year and then I'll drop what? a bomb on her not before <laughs> Why? Don't Merry, give her a stroke. Merry Christmas. I get stuffed like a stocking. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to give her a stroke, the poor woman. Um she's been through enough. <laughs> but you're treating this like breaking this news is like a bad thing. Yeah. It'd be a whole another story of like, yo mom. I'm getting fucked on the internet for $160 a month. Yeah. Yeah. Like No, but my dad would be like, I feel like my dad would be like, cool. If you're getting paid the money you're getting paid, then we don't need, yeah. You're successful at it. Yeah. It'd be a whole other thing of like, I'm a failed hoe, mom. <laughs> I tell people like all the time, if I didn't have any kids, I wouldn't give a fuck. I would do whatever the hell I needed, whatever, whatever. But because I have kids, I tread lightly. And I'm like... I don't want people to see me as this, like, piece of shit. And But why? 
how dare you? Who gives a fuck what their opinion yeah, is? Yeah, I know. At this point, I don't care. You know, I tell I tell people I'm the, I'm the smart one. I'm getting fucked. I'm getting paid. Right. You know, there's people out there that do that and they don't get paid. People who have slept with me have made no financial gain <laughs> from it. And then they had to wake up next to me. <laughs> they may have gotten breakfast, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, that's how my husband won me over. Is he made me breakfast in the morning. The first time. Yeah. Oh, uh, how was the first time? Like, how did the first time go down? <laughs> Honestly, I, um, we went to a strip club, actually. Speaking of strip clubs. So wait, wait, was that the planned date? or No, it just kind of happened. And then we slept together. And Okay, well, lead me through the whole night. Like, <laughs> how did you end up? Like, how did, um, I, I know you have said on other podcasts and interviews, like, he was an ex-boyfriend's friend. Yes. I did a little That's research. Memory. I did a little research. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yes. I was dating a guy and then I broke up with him and I met I met my husband through Okay, so I was on and off with this guy. I ran into my now husband at Starbucks of all places. I thought you hated that place. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, you should love Starbucks. I, I know, right? Like How dare you shit on Starbucks now? I know, right? And then Scott, I'll just say my husband's name, Scott, stalked me at my work and was like, you know, I think you're you're gorgeous. Well, well, let me take you out on a date. And so I had this thing. I was like, I want my first date to be at a strip club. I was stupid. I was 18. So we went to a strip club here in Torrance. And wait, Torrance? Mm-hmm. Torrance. All the way to the fucked out in Torrance. Yeah, I forget the reason why. It was like someone's birthday or something. We happened to go down there. Or or was where was it? I don't know where it was, but it was somewhere down there. I don't know. And then he drove me home, and then I think we ended up having sex or something like that. But You think? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What really attracted me to him was we I, – I got pregnant really young, and he's a really good father. And I was like, okay, this guy's like – this guy's the one. <laughs> well, he better be. <laughs> right? Like, kind of pot committed now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like this guy, I was like, okay, this guy – cares about me, he's just not like just whatever, you know, and he cares about our child, so made me fall in love with him. Oh, that's very sappy. I just want to hear more about this first date. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear about the aftermath. Right? I know. The happy oh my life. God. How dare you bring happy life and stability to this show? Oh my God. I was still living at home too when I found out I was pregnant. And I had to tell my parents, and my dad literally became physically ill after that for two weeks. So, is this why you're afraid to tell him about the. Yes. He so, literally looked at me and he turned around and walked away. My dad's a type A from New York. My dad was born and raised in New York. And he is very outspoken and he just looked at me and walked away and I was like, Oh fuck. So I got a plan. You're going to call up your dad and be like, I'm pregnant again. (laughs) And he's like, what? I'm like kidding. I do porn. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. This is what I really do. (laughs) And I got to check. I'd be like, okay, we don't need to discuss anything more. (laughs) My my dad always says, are you getting paid? Yeah. Okay. Then fine. Right. (laughs) Well, it's at the end of the, you're a fucking adult. <laughs> I very much don't feel the need that like anyone should be living for their parents' fucking approval or judgment. Right. It's your fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. No, we're drunk dialing them tonight. We are drunk dialing your parents tonight. Hello? (laughs) You better lock your phone now. Otherwise, we are drunk dialing your parents at the end of the show. Be like, yo, Merry Christmas. (laughs) I'll give that to them under the tree. (laughs) Like, just give them a Brazzers gift card. Right? Well, it's so funny, too, because my dad talks about porn all the time, and he talks about porn stars that I've worked with. Then you definitely need to I fucking know. tell him before he stumbles across your shit accidentally. You definitely have to fucking tell him. I know, but my dad, or Scott goes, he goes, your dad's such a cheap fuck, though. He wouldn't pay for porn anyway. Yeah, but you have content out on the fucking hub. So. Yeah, it's definitely on the hub, especially that browsers. Is a, that's an ad scene. Right. So you. I'm shocked, honestly. Honest to God. Like, I was like this for, like, the first couple of months after that came out because I was like, oh, God. Well, maybe he's just like, that girl looks like my daughter. Well, a lot of people, like, we have a friend of ours, and he showed the video to him, and he goes, who is that? He goes, that's fucking Elizabeth. And he goes, oh. I almost said my real name, but. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Thank you for the lack of post work. (laughs) Got to always remember. (laughs) Tell the man before he finds out the wrong way. I know, right? I know. He talks about like really famous people out there, and I'm like, maybe I could. Who's your dad jerking it to? <laughs> the last person he mentioned was Stormy Daniel. <laughs> A legend. I know. I have not worked with her ever, though. Oh, Stormy's great. Yeah, but I heard she's a sweetheart. No, Stormy's absolutely. She runs a tight fucking ship as a director. Yes, very much so, I've heard. Yeah, and so I want to tell my dad, well, dad. <laughs> It just so happens that I'm seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> That'd be amazing if you ended up on a stormy set and then just FaceTime him from set. That's how you right? break into him. Like, so dad, I hear you like stormy Daniels. Ah. You would have a coronary. Honest to God. <laughs> you die a happy man. Right. <laughs> I know he talks about it all the time and I was like, yeah, if your your father's a known connoisseur, you need to tell him sooner than later. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be much more awkward when he fucking accidentally stumbles across the scene. He, my dad, when he was in the spirits industry, like people, he would go to liquor stores to look over his product and the liquor store owners would give him like a thank you, like it would be porn. And a lot of the big things was like celebrity porn. So Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson, Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian. So I knew about all that stuff before anybody else did. And my parents were like, well, this is what's worth looking into and what's not. Like my mom was like, the Paris Hilton one. That should have been a snuff film. (laughs) I'll just put that out there. If we're having sex and you take a phone call, (laughs) we're done. (laughs) The fact that, you know, uh, Rick, what's his fuck, was A. Solomon, yeah. yeah, Rick Solomon was A, able to keep an erection. B, continue to shoot camera, and C, did not murder her on the spot. Yeah. Like, I am not a proponent of violence against women, but if you take a call while I'm inside you, I'm going to be a little upset. Yeah. No, that was whack. It was whack, whack. But the Tommy Lee, Pam Anderson one was like chef's kiss for sure. Well, yeah, but that wasn't, you know, Pam's first go at it. Yeah. She had one of them. They were like, oh, it was stolen. Okay. (laughs) She had one with Brett Michaels too, right? I'm like, it was stolen. I mean, it, it was stolen. Allegedly. <laughs> but the thing about it is what people don't seem to realize is even if it's stolen, before it can get massive distribution, there has to be 2257 paperwork. Mm-hmm. So it was initially stolen, and then they got ahead of it and were like, well, we're going to make money on this. Yeah. Yeah. And just recently, like, Tommy Lee, like, accidentally posted a picture of his wang on Instagram. I'm like. That was such bullshit. Yeah. Like, he still has an account. Yeah. 
heaven forbid you <laughs> fucking I mean they've loosened up on nipples through sheer shirts recently, but heaven forbid you posted that picture you post on Twitter on Instagram, your account would be gone. Yeah. Fucking gone. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay. One, it's always the hypocrisy in this world of like how famous you are. Because at the end of the day, Instagram gives a fuck about how many people you're going to bring to the platform. Mm -hmm. They care about what kind of views you're going to bring. If you're bringing enough views, they'll let a lot of shit slide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tommy Lee for sure. (laughs) I mean, if I could steer a boat with it, I'd be showing it off all the time too. I know. And my dad talks about that. He's like, I wish I had that. You don't though, dog. I know. <laughs> I have an average size penis and I've never had any complaints. I've definitely had people be like, you know, people with bigger dicks, like, I'm not really looking to do that. I'm not looking at my cervix bruised. Yeah. A lot of people are like, are you a size queen? Honestly, I'm not. <laughs> I've had some where I'm like, Ugh. yikes. Yeah. I get through it though. But I mean, I, I come out of there, I'm like wobbling around. Like I have a friend who's like, if you're not bruising my cervix, I want nothing to do with you. Oh my God. That's her thing. Oof. I'm not here to kink shame. Yeah, no. Okay. Whatever floats your boat. Right. But yeah. Her and I will just never be compatible. Like no, she's very shallow. I hope my husband does not mind me saying this, but my husband's average and I'm completely cool with that. And he's so like, oh my God, like I feel so little compared to these guys. I'm like, don't worry. (laughs) Please, you get me off. Right. (laughs) And that's the important part. Getting your partner off is the important part. I have never once been intimidated hooking up with a performer and being like, oh, my dick doesn't compare to fucking dread. Duh, it doesn't compare. But at the end of the day, you're here now, and as long as you're happy, that's all I give a yeah. fuck about. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely, everybody always asks me that. I'm like, no, I'm not a size queen. Well, Ouch. <laughs> even if you were, like, whatever. Like, Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with having preferences. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, and luckily you married one you like. Yeah, yeah, I got lucky. <laughs> That'd be like fucking miserable if you're just like, yeah, we've been married for you know, almost 14 years. Don't like it. I know people like that. Yeah. They should get out of their marriage. I know. I know. I'm not going to say who it is, but I know a couple people like that. Don't throw your sister under the bus. I know. <laughs> no, it's actually my neighbor up the street. You know who you are. You're a sucker for being with that woman. Sorry. Sorry. The man's a good looking man. And he's got a good personality, and he's got a good energy around him, and he's stuck with just a want-want in bed. Actually, lack thereof, because he claims he hasn't had sex with her in years. I don't get that shit. And I'm like, how could you do that? Like, the man is, you know, he's cute. One of my good friends for years was in a marriage where, like, he was getting laid maybe once, twice a year. Like, it's This just guy like- doesn't even get that. Like, why are you still here, man? Yeah. Why? I was talking to him the other day, and I turned around, and my husband was right there, and I'm like, this fucker's a sucker. He's a sucker. It's like, why? Why would you put yourself through that? And you go throw him a good one for Christmas? Like- I know. Oh, well, I got, a, I got a good story about this. Oh, God. You did already. Okay. <laughs> no, I haven't. But my husband was 
giving him nudes of me for just th- giving him text messages. And the wife found him on his phone and texted him. And she goes, stop sending my husband nudes of your wife. Or so, what? You're going to leave him? I know. <laughs> or what? And so she hates me now. Every time she sees me, <laughs> I could just tell. She just wants to be like. She'll just be like, tits. Yeah. He's not seeing yours. I know. I was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, Christmas, uh, the the annual neighborhood Christmas present swap, that doesn't go now anymore. I told my parents that too. I was like, yeah, she hates me because Scott was showing her pictures of, or showing <laughs> pictures of my boobs. You got to tell them. I know. <laughs> I know. Like you're just like, you're like edging them with telling them. Right. Like, I know. <laughs> like, I'm nude on the internet. You know, a lot of people are like, I don't think it'll be as bad as you think. It won't be. Yeah. If it is on the offhand chance it is, well, are you going to stop doing what you're doing? No. (laughs) Then why the fuck does it matter? (laughs) Right. Why the fuck does it matter? Yeah. Because if they get fucking crazy about it, that's on them. Yeah. 100% that's on them. You're an adult making an adult choice. No one's out here trafficking you, turning you out. Yeah. So – Fucking, you can't live your life because they may get upset about your adult choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I can't wait to drunk dial them later. <laughs> she reaches for the tequila again for the audience. Like, we got to get good and drunk for this. Well, what is this about? Halfway done? Oh, more than that. More than that. Man, I'm going to have some more in a minute. <laughs> Did I doubt you? I was like, Psh. Well, a lot of people do. They're like, you can't drink that much. I'm like, watch me. Well, that's not me. Don't don't lump me in with those people. <laughs> I didn't. I never once was like, "No, Liz, you can't drink." <laughs> no, Liz. I, I back in the day I couldn't, but yeah, now it's You're like the boobs absorb it all. Yeah, it? it is. That's what it's. They're like sponges. <laughs> now if they can only lactate fucking tequila, right? Now. Right, that's so wild. By not lactating tequila, but just like—I mean, that'd be amazing. The human nature in general, just being able to do all that stuff, is wild. What that we're animals? Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Just like I don't know. At least for me, I woke up one day and like my boobs were like out to here, and I'm like, <gasps> what the fuck? Did you have implants before you? With my first, I didn't. With my second, I did. And my friends came over with my second. I'm like, look at these things, man. Like, they're fucking like the size of cantaloupes. My friends were like, holy shit. So I didn't want those to go away. But then eventually they did. And then my implants got messed up. Uh, And then so that's why I had to go and get them redone. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't have implants, you could just constantly do first trimester and then, you know. Right. (laughs) Like, first trimester, get rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> just terminating to just keep getting boobs. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to upset a lot of people on here. <laughs> That's never happened before. <laughs> I've never said anything remotely controversial. Yeah, we're very PG over here. This is, um, this is it's a nice smell. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's stop talking about first trimester yeah. terminations. Very you know, I act like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Like, it's like a caramely type of. Yeah, if you don't tell people, they don't know. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. They don't know either. 
Anybody who does, it's like, oh yeah, this is better than this. Fuck off. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, at the end of the day, it's also about what you like. Mm-hmm. If you prefer A to B, it's about what you like in life. Like, okay, this has a higher price point or this is, you know, a liked by more people. doesn't mean that it's necessarily better for you if you like this thing more than the other. Yeah. I'm sure you, through trial and error, got to hear. It wasn't like, day one, for 1942 is my jam, and this is all I drink. I forget who got us into that. Oh, it was for my 30th birthday, and I was in Vegas, and I was with a group of people, and someone kept ordering 42, and that's how that came about. So, but I will say that oysters mixed with 1942 is not a good idea. I advise against that. Comes all up. (laughs) Oysters in general are not a good thing. I'm not an oyster fan. Is anybody an oyster fan? You are? I like oysters. I like caviar, though. I love caviar. You bougie bitch. I know. I am a bougie bitch. I literally said that the other day. Someone was like, ew, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Black Ocetra. Oh, you even know. Yeah. Black Ocetra. Russian caviar is the best. I don't know. And then I got my kids hooked on it, too. Well, that sounds like a bad financial move for yourself. I know. Like, and they're like, hey, can you get – I'm like, do you realize how much that shit costs an ounce? It's $100 an ounce. Oof. Yeah. I don't know why am I touching this. <laughs> Touch things. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're allowed to have tactile sensations. You're, it's allowed. It, it, it is allowed, Liz. It's Okay. I feel bad that I've only drank Slim over here, and I haven't tried the other ones. I mean, you can pour yourself whatever you want. We got, we got this option. Is this the No, this is not the same. No. It's Reposado. We, Good mixture. We do. Stuff over there. Does gin make your mouth go numb? No. It makes my mouth no, go numb. It's odd. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if I'm slightly allergic to it. To juniper? Mm-hmm. Empress? Gin makes my mouth go completely numb. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was cool because if you if you put citrus juice in it, it turns like a purpley color. So I was like, "Ooh, this is really cool." And then I would drink it, and then I'm like, "My mouth is completely numb." Like Dennis drooling on yourself, numb or not that numb, but like completely. Like I can feel it. Like I can feel a difference from here down to my throat, and I'm like, "Ooh, that can't be good." I mean, if you're trying to take a monster in, it could <laughs> could be fine. <laughs> I know, right? Last year, I got veneers done, and they have to completely facial nerve block your face. And you come out of there, and you can't talk. And they're, like, trying to talk to you about, like, billing. And I'm like, I can't talk. That's why they get you there. She consented to the billing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consent to $38,000. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was hard pill to swallow. but And this is why people go to Mexico for this shit. I know. I know. Everybody was like, why didn't you go to fucking Mexico? I had a friend that was like, why don't you go to Colombia? And I was like, mm. They shoot you up with so much epinephrine. It goes through your system. You don't realize it's going through your system. And then you sweat it out at the end of the day. And you have like a nervous breakdown at the end of the day. You're sweating. You're shaking. Or at least I did. <laughs> Isn't that just a day that ends in Y? That's not normal. 
I called my doctor up and I was like, is this like, he goes, no, it's the epinephrine. Like it happens. And I was like, (laughs) that's pretty casual about it. Cause every 30 minutes he was injecting me and I was in the chair each time for eight hours. Holy shit. Yeah. Props to you for being able to endure that. But also I'm not sure I want someone putting a straight eight hour shift into my face. That sucked. I tell people like, just brace yourself. Well, I just feel like at hour six, like this is where errors happen. Yeah. Yeah. For eight hours. So for my temporaries, it was eight hours because they have to grind down your teeth. They got to do all this shit. And then the second time around, it's six hours because then they got to take your temporaries out and then they got to permanently glue the real ones in or whatever it is. 38,000? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know. That's more than boobs and anything combined. And pe- dudes much more care about the boobs. Yeah. You can have horrible teeth and great tits and yeah. you will be do- doing fine in this world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. J in Beverly Hills. He really fixed my boobs up. So I've referred a lot of people to him too. And a lot of people have gone through him in the last couple of months. If it would involve you untying that shirt, which was a fucking, <laughs> I'd be like, show the camera, but that's too much effort at this YouTube point. YouTube doesn't allow this. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I fixed that in post. Oh. <laughs> Patreon does, so that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I just don't want you to have to go through the effort of retying that shirt, which was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, no, it took me like 10 minutes, you guys. I'm like sitting here like. Like, do you have a rubber band? Fuck. <laughs> you made the right call in ordering a large. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're big. They're a 34 triple D. So, and then I look at some people's and I want to go bigger. I'm stopping you. What was that girl's name? I saw her on a podcast with Quentin James. Good gracious. Oh, now I forget her name. I've never seen boobs like that. Ever. On someone. I just was like staring at them. They were. God damn it. I'll have to ask my husband. I don't know. They were, he knows. They were massive. And I'm like, damn it. I want that size now. It used to be a trend in like, I want to say the like 80s, 90s of like people getting just insane Insane tits. Yeah. Yeah. We decided on a 685cc silicone implant. He goes, look. He goes, we go anything bigger. He goes, they're going to uniboob. They're going to look like shit. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll tr- I trust you. <laughs> I but you're still like, mm, but I could go a little bigger. Yeah. I mean, this girl, I was like, da, 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 da. I'm like, but hers look really good. I think their hers were 1,500cc's. I mean, when you get into CCs, that should be motorcycles. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I went from a 550 CC to an 685 CC. I'm all natural over here. <laughs> you like natural boobs? No, I am natural. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love fake tits. Modern science is amazing. I know. It's amazing, right? No, but I like real boobs too. Like some people, like sometimes I see girl, like boobs on girls and I'm like, oh. <gasps> I love your boobs. Not fair. It depends on whose boobs they are. Everybody's. Like, everybody's I've come across, I'm like, that's not fair. Like, they've got beautiful boobs. There's definitely people who's like, oh, you have beautiful natural boobs. They're awesome. And then there's some boobs where it's like, they're not bad, but they're not like what modern science could bring to the table. I'll tell you, the best natural boobs I've ever seen were Kay Lovely's boobs. I went to a porn crush party, and I was like, those have to be fake. And I was like, I asked her, I'm like, are these real or fake? And she goes, they're they're real. And I was 
blown away. They're the most perfect boobs I've ever seen. Like, I was, wow, very impressed. <laughs> and she's super sweet, like on top of it. She was like, yeah, these are my real boobs. And I was like, wow. My husband was like, damn. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> like, oh, great tits and a great personality. Yeah, oh, my God. She's so sweet. She's so like she's got such an energetic, like amazing personality. Like it's like, why aren't you wifed up? <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Like, no, she's just like, she's perfect. Everybody there was perfect. Like everybody I met, I was like, oh my God. My husband was so excited. <laughs> He's like, can we stay here a couple more hours? <laughs> Has anyone made a passenger husband at any of these parties? Yeah, I think a couple people. Um, just cause he's like a teddy bear. He's just like a little, he's just a, like Miss Lexa says, he's like the cutest little teddy bear. <laughs> He'll take that. So what's the rules? Is he allowed to bring someone home? If he can, if he wants, if he really wants to, but he doesn't ever want to. So Aww. I know he's very shy. Well, there's aggressive women out there. Like he's gotten offers from like, he's Miss Lexa's like, Hey. Why is it? I know. He's just like, he sees Miss Lexa as a friend, like a very good friend, and he doesn't want to cross that. I've had orgasms with friends. <laughs> I know. Like, it's probably preferable if we enjoy each other's company. I know. He's very, he's very shy. I know. Trust me. I'm like, dude. Are you trying on. to turn him out a little bit? Kind of. Like, I want him to kind of be like, experience what I've experienced. I feel bad that like he has. You want him to fuck me? No. <laughs> like, I feel bad that he hasn't gotten any like, Pussy. Like, I feel bad. Besides mine. But, I, you know. I mean, he's the envy of a lot of people on that front. <laughs> a lot of people. Judging by the DMs. Well, not the DMs, but the, the app mentions. Yeah. He's the envy of a lot, a lot of people on yeah. that front. Oh, people are, people get nasty on there, too. People are like, you're just with him because he's got money. And I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> he's the father of my children. But, and I'm assuming... He didn't have money when you guys got involved. No, no. And he's just a very hard worker and just, you know, so, but yeah, people, people are stupid. Oh yeah. People come up with the dumbest shit, the dumbest stuff. Even people that like, I know in my personal life are like, oh, I heard you're like jet setting around the world. I'm like, bitch, I wish. <laughs> Guess what? If you prioritize that shit, it's not that expensive yeah. to do. <laughs> I know. Before we got on air, it's like so stupid. We were talking about like travel stuff. It's like you know, you can go to Cuba right now for four hundred yeah. round trip, four hundred round trip from LA. Yeah, and he gets miles, so we go anywhere we want for practically like nothing. Right. Yeah. It's all about your priorities. It's like, is that Louis Vuitton bag more important than going to see the world? Then you get a Louis Vuitton bag. Okay, so I'm gonna admit something. <laughs> I know you're gonna hate this. I love bags. I'm a bag whore. <laughs> Why would I hate how you spend your money? Because if you were spending my money on it, sure, I'd be pretty upset. But you're not. It makes me wet. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Thank God it's a leather chair. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's just a thing of mine. I'm into bags, not shoes. That's my thing. Hey, if it makes you happy. Yeah. And your children aren't going to... Miss a meal over it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And I pass that down to my children, so. 
<laughs> well, I hope they get jobs that can support yeah. it then. Because <laughs> right. you shouldn't be supporting it for them. <laughs> but yeah, that's my thing. And, you know, people are like, ew, but. Why would I hate you for that? Like. A lot of people hate that kind of shit. Okay. Like, how could you spend that much money in a bag? And I'm like, it's my fucking money. Exactly. Like, you know? who the fuck are you to tell me how to spend my money? Yeah. Are you out here earning it for me? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I'm very much on like, if you're not harming other people, why the fuck should I care about what you're doing? Yeah. It'd be a whole nother story if you're like, I got this new fucking bag and my kids aren't eating tomorrow. Then I'd yeah. be like, you're not a good person. And I have seen that. I used to work in the grocery store industry and I make it seem like it's like a big thing. <laughs> you're like, I was in the union. <laughs> And um, people would come in with their Louis Vuittons and their big diamond rings and fucking hand over like wick checks and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. I see where the priorities lie. I'm like, I get well, the it. The government doesn't give you money for bags. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. It's. <sighs> but then some people fuck the system. They abuse the system too. Like they purposely don't get married so that they can collect a wick check. At the end of the day. If a couple of people are going to abuse it so people that actually need it get it, fuck it. Yeah. The good outweighs the bad there. Like, yeah, no matter what system there is, people are going to fucking abuse it. Oh, of course. Yeah. But as long as the people that actually need to get it, fuck it. I remember watching ODB on MTV. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, sh- we're both showing our age right now. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And even my dad was like, did you hear about ODB? I'm like... <laughs> Before the internet was prevalent, don't commit crimes on MTV. Yeah. You would, like, you'd go up to the window, and I'm like, holy shit. With a camera crew! Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it, people's... Like, it's really hard. It's really... Oh, sorry, it's not really hard. It's really easy to divorce that, like, there was a full camera crew with him. Like, because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, ODB is walking up to the window and cashing his fucking check. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. This was the 90s. There was a big fucking fuck off camera on yeah. someone's shoulder. Yeah. I miss the old MTV. Ugh. When they played music? Yeah. When they played music and they did Cribs and they did TRL and all that shit's. You turn on MTV now and it's like ridiculousness or whatever that shit is. Yeah, 24-7. Yeah. That's why I don't have, I don't know, cable, satellite. I just do streaming. Everyone. Yeah. I do Max, Netflix, Hulu. That's my thing. What are you watching? Everybody makes fun of me because I will repetitively watch Sopranos, the same episode, or multiple episodes, 24-7, same thing. I've watched every episode of Sopranos at least 100 times. How very Sicilian of you. Yes, yes. <laughs> By the way, I got this in the keys and I was drunk. <laughs> I went into a place, I was like, this is what I want on my hand. <laughs> and then I boarded a sailboat 30 minutes later and I went on and I wrapped my hand and I got drunk with people that I didn't even know from Chicago, Illinois. We do that. Great time. Great time. And I didn't know whether I wanted to throw up or pass out that night. Oh, it was the greatest thing ever. Shout out to us people from Chicago. But they were like 20 years older than me and they were just down to party. It was the best. It's hard drinking town. My husband knew. Ballsy move getting near salt water with an open wound. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> oh, God, I don't even remember that night. I just remember going to a massage parlor, and everybody's like, let's go get a rub and tuck. Let's go get a rub and 
And I was fighting it in there. I didn't know whether to pass out or throw up in that chair. I was like, oh. Wow, you're getting finger blasted? Wow. Yeah, no, just getting my feet just massaged. And I was like, please, Jesus, Lord, help me through this. And I did. I got through it. I never puked. I was really proud of myself. The next day I felt it, though. I was like, So is that the sin Jesus died for? Yeah. (laughs) It was so bad. My husband is such a shitster, too. Like, I had like eight margaritas on the sailboat on the Sunset Cruise, and then he gave me like two dirty mar- or two dirty martini. I even fucking talk. Two dirty martinis when we got on land. I didn't ask for him, but I was like, I'm not going to turn these down. Oh god, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, oh my god. You know who you are if you were with us. And they were asking me for party stuff too. They're like, do you have Adderall? Do you have Adderall? I'm like, no. They're like, this girl obviously has ADHD. Yeah. They're like 45 years old and they're like on the toilet. They're like in my Airbnb. They're like, do you got Adderall? I'm like, damn. That's so Chicago. It hurts. I know. I'm like, oh my God. I was very impressed. I was like, damn. I'm like, I feel like a lame ass over here. But yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. Key West. Any other epic trips planned? Well, I was going to go to Amsterdam, which I'm very disappointed. I'm not going to. Why not? Why aren't you going? AVNs and X3 are butting heads. I'm not going. I mean, they're want want like in a week of each other. I'm going to go in April though, so it's still planned. Nice. Um, and I would like to go to the Middle East, but my husband's like, you can go on your own. Why do you want to go to the Middle East? I always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go to Egypt. I've always wanted to go to Dubai. I always think it's very fascinating and really. I'm trying not to make a horrible joke about Dubai. <laughs> you know what goes down in Dubai, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom's been there and she's like. <laughs> oh, no. The, that we were talking about different things. Oh, I don't know. My, my girl Gigi Dior just went. She goes, I had like a quarter of an inch of an ankle showing and I almost got in trouble for it. Yeah. People also regularly come back with $80,000 in cash from Dubai for uh extras oh that 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 is the oldest uh sex worker joke is like oh i'm gonna go to dubai and then oh so you, wow yeah that wow. Might, might not be might not be something you want to advertise if you're like you're like noted <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the old joke is like oh i'm going to dubai and then i know a couple people that were actually stopped at customs was coming back with too much cash from dubai i i get stopped in customs everywhere i go i don't know if it's my last name or what but ugh, me off. they bomb swab my crotch everywhere I go. My mom was like, I don't get bomb swab. I'm like, it's because you have blonde hair and blue eyes and have a completely different last name. Not fair. They just think you're revolutionary. I know. I'm like, bomb swabbed? I've never had this before. They're like, spread your legs. I'm going to say it because that bomb ass pussy. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I don't feel good about it. Oh, my God. That's so funny you said that. Okay. So I did the Sexist Volume 13 with Brad Newman. And um, his videographer, um, I forget his first name, but his last name is Romanelli. And he goes, bomb ass pussy. (laughs) I don't feel good about making that. (laughs) No, it's the best. That's why they're swiping you. Duh. And like everybody was like staring at me like, what the fuck? But everybody says I should get the TSA pre-check shit. 
actually breaks. You don't get don't get pre-check. Get global entry. It okay. comes with pre-check. Okay. Because global entry allows you to when you come back from international trips, basically waive a receipt at customs. Huh. It's the best. And it's good for five years for two hundred dollars. Shit. Okay. You gotta do an interview with you gotta do an interview initially with TSA. But fail that. If I could make it through it, I made it through it after flying like I think I flew from Atlanta to Chicago and like had a layover and did my interview while I was there, like scheduled it. I was half in the bag disheveled as shit. Like, let me see if I can find my global entry card. You can see how disheveled I am. Like, cause I'd been flying all fucking night and I drink on flights, especially in those oh, days. Me too. Well, that's the only way to make it through a flight. Well, in those days I was in first class. So I was go, 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 go. Edibles for me or anything that's supposed to bring you down makes me twitch. Like my legs twitch really bad. So I have to drink in order to avoid that altogether. So. I just like drinking. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Obviously, as this bottle is not making it. Hello. This bottle is not making it. <laughs> it's on its last leg. <laughs> right. We are, we are killing this motherfucker. <laughs> like now it's become a goal. Yeah. Like the goal line is in sight. <laughs> we are fucking making it. Like it's like signing up for a marathon and quitting at like mile 20. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> My husband's going to be really happy when he picks me up. <laughs> Because I'm not taking Uber back. I told him, I was like, no, you're going to come pick my ass up. Yeah, like, you don't need to get blind drunk and be in an Uber. Yeah. Oof. That's my biggest fear. One time I almost bailed it out of an Uber. It was my bachelorette party, and it was like 5.30 in the morning, and this guy made a really slow turn, and both my friend and I looked at each other, and we're like, are we getting out of this car right now? Like, we almost opened the doors, and we just realized he was taking the turn really slow, and we were okay. When did, what year did you get married that Uber existed? Uh, I got married when I was 24. Oh, so. It was the 20, right in the beginning of 2015. So you were living in sin for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I put the cart before the horse on that one. <laughs> yeah. Full on living in sin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it was so cute. My grandma, who's, who's still alive, she's like, how did that happen? I told her, I was like, I'm pregnant. She goes, how did that happen? And my dad's like, ma. He goes, bank. She goes, oh, okay. Bless her heart. <laughs> so you're like, fuck the shotgun wedding. Like, yeah, no. So and, you, wait, wait, you tried it out for six years mm-hmm. before you actually got married. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. For six years. Mm-hmm. Is he just shy and didn't want to, thought you might say no if he proposed or what the fuck? No, he proposed in 2012. We just didn't get married for another three years after that. What was the delay? I don't know. <laughs> you got to know. I know. He literally, he surprised me. He was like, look, I'm planning everything. This is what's going down. I hired a wedding planner. I'm planning it with her. This is what's going, you know. So everything was a complete surprise to me. Everything. The dessert bar, the food, the location, the dresses for the bridesmaids, everything. The second pregnancy. No. I know, right? <laughs> what was so funny is I planned with my, I was like, I told my OB, I was like, I want to get pregnant again after I get married. And like two weeks later, I came back to him. And he was like, well, that was quick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, I planned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm so done after that. <sighs> oh, my God. But a set baby. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God. I would never. 
so bad. Anything I've ever had an accident with, like I keep tr- – I tell them like, hey, I'm on my way to go get plan B. Like I'm not going to fucking stiff you and like, you know, like I'm having your baby. I would – that's awful. <laughs> but think of the genetic like – I know, right? No, like I would never do that to anybody. Like I don't want to be – But what if it – what if they were like begging you not to take the plan B? Oh my god, I don't even know what I would do. Can I get like a lawyer involved at that point? Like, can you get workers' comp? I know, I know. that's a workplace injury if I've ever heard one. Yeah. I know. I would have to talk to my lawyer about that. I think that's like a thing. I do have a lawyer. Well, you better have a lawyer. Yeah. You're in entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have multiple, and I'm not even doing that well. No, it's that's the best thing that you can do. I found I my lawyer is through my husband. Thank God. And he's amazing. I don't know what I would do. What would your husband say if you're like, I want to keep this one? Oh god. He's very blunt. He'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck are you kidding? He he wouldn't even he knows I would never do something like that. But if what it could it could be really a cute baby. <laughs> New. No. No. <laughs> oh God, makes that just like that's like trauma. Oh God, no. <laughs> no, no, I don't need a third one. I know a lady that has twelve. That is, ugh. yeah. I'll never forget that. She's like, yeah, she was pregnant. She's like, I have 11. I'm on my 12th. I'm like, what? Same father? Yeah. His pull-out game is trash. Right, right. And they were living in a house like that was not fit for 12 kids. How many houses are actually fit for 12 kids? Yeah. They actually added on to the house, and then they finally moved. But I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, You can't afford to live in California with 12 children. And then I had heard through the grapevine that she didn't even know where half her kids were most of the time. Well, yeah. How are you going to keep track of that many people? Yeah. I can't even keep track of my own, let alone 12. I'm like, what? I mean, hopefully there's a gap. So like the big ones raise the small ones. That makes me really nervous. A lot of people were like that though back in the day. Like a lot of, like my my grandma has a lot of siblings. Well, yeah. Because half of them weren't going to make it. Yeah. (laughs) You had to have a bunch of, because a lot of them were going to die. So I have this nerd thing in me. I love in my spare time to read about the British monarchy <laughs> all the way back to the beginning of time. And my husband will wake up and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading about Richard the <laughs> third and like how he's got like 14 kids and how like literally like three of them make it. Yeah. Well, in those days, definitely a lot of them died in combat. Mm-hmm. I, I tell everybody this ghosts are super real so I've been to Tower of London. I've been to the spot where they used to execute people. And I felt something there for sure. For moist? No. <laughs> no. No, but like my mom and I were like, we felt like such bad anxiety. Like something was like pushing us to get out of there. And my sister's like, well, what the fuck? I don't feel anything. Goes, Why don't I feel anything? Your sister's like, I'm surrounded by death all the yeah. time. Yeah. My, None of this phases me. Oh, my God. I don't like – I tell my – I ask my sister. I'm like, how do you deal with that? So if you – those of you who don't know, my sister works in the ER, and my sister sees a lot of crazy shit. She's like, oh, it is what it is. It's just 
She goes, my job is A, B, C, and that's it. I don't have a relationship with these patients. She goes, my job is to draw their blood, analyze their blood and their urine or their feces or whatever they make me do, and that's it. That's it. (laughs) Well, that's the amazing part about the human condition. We're a very adaptable species. Yeah. It's really easy to get numb and desensitized to shit. Like, if you had told me as a teenager that, like, people would be having sex feet away from me (laughs) and I would not care, I would not believe you. Hell, I have anecdotal proof of, must have been, like, 17 or 18, and, like, two of my friends were fucking, like, in the middle middle of a party, and I ran away from it because I'm like, this is weird. (laughs) And now... You and I could be having this conversation and someone could be fucking you and I'd be completely desensitized. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. So, Liz, about your family, as someone's just, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, like my sister's like that very much. Right. It's just part of the human condition. Like, shit just eventually doesn't phase you. They hand her legs, arms, whatever they need to that people amputate. And so, she does she deep fry them? <laughs> and she's got to like take samples from them and look at them and. No, it's crazy. I'm like, oh, God. I could never do that. I'm sure if you were exposed to it enough, you could. Ugh. I don't think think you want to, but I'm sure you could. Also, I'm sure if your sister was put in the same situation with you that you're in, like, she'd be like, that's not going inside me. Yeah. (laughs) Right? That that, that, that that won't fit. She gets a lot of people who are dead on arrival, and she's got to do their blood anyway. Or she'll fight um, emergency workers over people's blood. Like, hey, I got to take this blood back, even though they're dead. Like, this is still good blood. Or yeah, the amount of SCD she comes across is mind-boggling. Yeah, because civilians don't get tested. The the chlamydia, the gonorrhea, the HIV, the AIDS. Yeah, she tells me she's like people are in full blown AIDS and don't know it. Oh, I don't feel very good. It's just like, yeah, you got AIDS. <laughs> How does anyone get full blown, full blown AIDS anymore? Like, yeah, it's pretty much now. It's like even if you have full blown AIDS, like they put you on so much stuff. It's like it'll just make you homeless, but yeah, <laughs> you won't be able to afford it. But you'll, you'll you'll live. Yeah, but my sister said it's like constant. People are just like, oh, I got AIDS. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not quite the death sentence it once was. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole, I remember the whole Magic Johnson thing. That was a big deal. And you can't, he can't even detect it anymore in his blood. Right. Well, I'm, I'm of the age where like sex ed when I took it was like, if you have unprotected sex, you will die. Yeah. Like in Mean Girls. <laughs> you will die. Don't get pregnant. I 100% like the first time I, I, I definitely had unprotected sex unintentionally a couple times or it's like condoms broken. It's like, Oh, this feels really good for, I don't know why. Oh, 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 Oh. Having sex without a raincoat. (laughs) It's like, this feels amazing. And then like, after I pull out, like, Oh, that's why. Yeah. But like the first time I had like intentional unprotected sex, I freaked out. Mm -hmm. Like I, someone, conscience. (laughs) It was someone I was seeing for a minute and she's, we're like messing around in the bed. She just put it in. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I did. And like, you know, banging happened. I popped. And then post clarity is like, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. And like, I feel so fucking bad about it in retrospect. 
because I did not communicate well in that moment. She's just like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And like, in my mind, I meant we shouldn't have had unprotected sex. I'm pretty sure she took it as we shouldn't have fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And like, nobody wants to hear post-orgasm like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like the, the, it, it, was a, uh, it was a bad move on my part. It was really just really poor communication uh, skills on my part. Really super poor. Like I treated that woman wrong. Like I, I did a lot of wrong by that woman. Like this is the same woman that like I came over to her house. She made me dinner. And like as I'm eating the fucking meal she made for me, she's like, so what are we doing? And I went, eh. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I I went, I, I literally shrugged and went, <sighs> my parents were that found out I was having sex at 15 because I accidentally left a condom wrapper in the jacuzzi at my parents' house. You, you know that jacuzzi ruined that condom, right? Yeah. My dad's like, I know what's going on. I found it in the filter. And he goes, but I can't be mad at you because you're using protection. So after that, it was like a free for all. I was like, okay. Well, just don't tell your mom I said that to you. <laughs> but dad, the jacu- the heat from the jacuzzi will definitely ruin the yeah. latex. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't use condom. Don't fucking jacuzzis. Like it's just bad for your pH. It's so bad. I did not realize that. It is so bad. It gives you UTIs like you would not believe. Yeah. Jacuzzi water should not be inside you. Oh God. No. Absolutely not. I've heard of people getting boils, like they go and shave their armpits, and then the bacteria enters their skin pores or whatever, and they get like literal bacterial infested boils in their armpits. Sexy. Yeah. Ugh. God. Don't do it. <laughs> like, just fuck next to the jacuzzi. Yeah. Never in. Never. Just fuck next to the jacuzzi. Jump back in to wash off. Yeah. Never. Oh God! Just anything in water in general is not is not safe. <laughs> so. Well, that 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 I blame that all on Hollywood. Hollywood makes it like look sexy to fucking like bodies of water. Like no, oh like, my God, no. Um, my our friend got married in 2016 in Cancun, and we thought it would be a great idea to get in the water naked in the ocean, naked in the middle of the night. And my husband stepped on a piece of coral on his heel. Got a huge hematoma. It blew up the next day. He had to get it lanced by a doctor <laughs> at the resort. And it was so bad. Like he couldn't even walk on it. Like it was bad. <laughs> Good story though. <laughs> that was a great trip. Like I tell my our friend, even though your marriage only lasted a four months, it was a great, great time. <laughs> and it only literally only lasted four months. Hey, that's awesome for everyone else. It was so much fun. It was the best time I've ever had in my life. Like why, we, did, why did it only last four months? Honestly, I don't know. But everybody knew it wasn't going to last that long. But we still went along with it. And we had a great time. And that was a great wedding. Like, she planned a great wedding. Like, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Good destination weddings are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. She, they had, like, a cigar roller there. And, like, it was a lot of fun. We went to the jungle. We went into the cenotes, like the, I don't know, was it like like salt water or is it the freshwater caves we went into? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Memories. See, that, that's the kind of wedding I want to have. Like whenever I convince someone to, yeah. to ruin their life with me. Yeah. No, it was. I love the, how enthusiastic you were about like, 
What I told said ruined my their life with me. No, wow. I'm telling her. I literally saw her a few months ago. I was like, girl. I was like, even though that wedding didn't work out, it was shit. It was so single. Much fun. She is single. <laughs> she want to ruin her life again? <laughs> it was so much fun. It was just amazing. Like everybody wore white to her wedding, and like there was like fireworks, and I love that. It was fun. That's memorable. <laughs> right? That sounds like a good fucking time. A lot better than like going to some fucking church sitting through a mass and Yeah, I did not I I didn't get married that way. We had our best friend officiate our wedding. Tell me about the ceremony. It was so much fun. So I didn't know anything about it. My husband surprised me and it was our really good friend that officiated the wedding and I cried like a bitch. <laughs> and it was so much fun and it was very intimate and it was very meaningful and then we partied our ass off. And we had the highest bill ever on record where we had a reception. Like the bar tab? Or? Yeah, the bar tab. We wanted to break that shit. We were determined to break it, and we broke it. That's yeah. sick. We were really excited. How much did you break it by? Um, I think it was like 1000 bucks, and it was from an Armenian family. So that that's saying a lot. It is. Yeah. They can throw down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, we're breaking that shit. <laughs> yeah. We throw very good parties. My husband and I are known for throwing very good parties. We throw parties at our house and. Well, you have my number. You yeah. Can... I'll, we'll invite you. Aw, aw, aw. Yes. We throw a lot of parties. Our child's first birthday ended up becoming like an adult party. Like people stayed till like seven o'clock in the morning. Like I'm not bullshitting you. I, I didn't think you were. <laughs> Well, and also a child's first birthday party. That's not for the kid. Yeah. The kid ain't going to remember that shit. And I totally underestimated it. Like I woke up in the morning and I was thinking, okay, like everybody's gone. And Scott's like, there's fucking still people in the backyard. I'm like, what the fuck? And we have the best neighbors in the world. Shout out to our neighbors who don't care. Minus the one who hates you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple doors up. I know you hate me, but. Everybody else, love you. <laughs> Everyone else is rad. Except the bitch who's yeah. jealous of my tits. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> you can buy a pair too, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe fuck your husband occasionally and like people won't dislike you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever move because our neighbors are the best, excluding that family. Well, you know, maybe you should just go fuck him a couple times and she'll move out. Right? I know. Like, he'll get the infidelity divorce and yeah, she'll be on her way. I know. But then again, you might get an obsessed fan like three doors down at that point. Right. Well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, I don't ever want to move next to this bitch ever. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty rad. Like, there's rad parties. Your husband may just text nudes. Like, Yeah. Yeah. We got some our, – our neighbor across the street from us, great guy, very down-to-earth, just loves what – I do what I do, and he, know, he knows what I do. <laughs> so everyone but your parents know at this yeah. point. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. Just fucking tell them. I know. 
Just fucking tell I them. I told my best friend the other day, I'm like, I got nominated for a Flesh Bot Award. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's like 50-something years old. <sighs> Just fucking tell your parents. Right? I know. I'm going to I'm gonna wait till like January 1st. <laughs> or in about two hours. I know, right? Like, whatever this, um, pod- <laughs> this podcast, I'll help you do it. Like. <laughs> Just we'll do an anonymous payphone call. They don't have those anymore. I know. We're showing is, our age again. Which is shit. So Disneyland used to have payphones, and they just recently finally got rid of the last bit of them. And they were so cool. They were in Tomorrowland, and they were like these cool like little spaceship type things, and they're gone. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I loved that. Like, I had a calling card before I had a cell phone. That was how I communicated. You didn't do the collect call, leave a fucking quick voice message? Nope. Nope. No, nope. I had a calling card, and yep. I had one of those for half a second. <laughs> those were so much fun. Loved those. I also had, like, a fucking... Mm, I had a tone box at one point. What's that? So... <laughs> um. So I was a tech nerd also back in the day. So, uh-huh. so when you put a coin in a old school phone booth, it makes a tone to let the phone know that the coin's been inserted. Okay. Well, you could generate that. Oh. Like some friends hooked me up with like some phone freaking shit, like where you could just like, it's some shit like they did in hackers, but less dropped. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like I, I was a bit of a nerd in high school. I, I kind of was too. I'm still a nerd. Shit. Whatever. Like, well, you, you did call out a movie from 1978. Yeah. Oh, I love one of my favorite movies ever of all time is Apocalypse Now. It changed my life. I don't give a shit. I Pat, love it. Pat Brando was, does it for you? Yeah. Just doesn't give a shit. Just fucks with everybody's, you know, doesn't care about the script or anything. Like, oh my God. That movie, cha- I watched that high. For the first time, and I was like, "What have I been missing?" <laughs> wow! So, do you ever make it to the new Bev? The what? The new Beverly Cinema? No. Do you know what that is? No. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Okay. So, the new Beverly Cinema. Sorry for anyone who's not in Los Angeles. Is Quentin Tarantino's theater? Ah, oh, personally, I love Quentin Tarantino. He personally programs it, and it is just as eclectic. Oh my god. As you would think something programmed by Quentin Tarantino is. Oh my god. So it's all revival. It's all shot. It's all film prints. Like no digital prints. All everything's on film. Oh my god. And I love it. Their schedule monthly is amazing. Oh my god. I, I love Quentin Tarantino movies. I love Django. I love Kill Bill. I love Jackie Brown. I love Reservoir Dogs. What else do I love? Everything that he's ever done. You're like skipping over pulp fiction. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> like, oh, the one that was nominated for an Oscar. Oh, the biggest one. Um, the only one I do not like that a lot of people are like, fuck you, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Mm-hmm. What don't you like about that? Don't, I don't know what it was. Don't like it. But everything else? Oh, Hateful Eight? Amazing. Amazing, amazing. That's wild. Like, I enjoy Hateful Eight. I saw it on the Roadshow Edition. I saw it at the Cynodome down the street on 70 millimeter. Yeah. Like, Eight o'clock in the morning, fucking drinking from a flask. It was amazing. But of his film, of his whole works, it's like, I enjoy that movie. I haven't revisited it a ton of times. Oh, it's so good. 
Oh, it's good. Don't get me wrong. But I have revisited Pulp Fiction. I've revisited Once Upon a Time more than that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, everybody's like, how dare you? I'm like, sorry. I don't understand why people get so defensive. Like, once again, take a personal insult when you have a disagreement about art. Yeah. Bro, just because I don't appreciate this much as much as you doesn't mean I am personally insulting you and saying, you're a bad person. You're a horrible human being because yeah. we disagree on something. Like, like the Napoleon movie that everybody hates. Some people like it. That's cool. Well, it's just so <laughs> weird that people get that passionate about art. Like, you didn't make this. Like, yeah. I, I totally understand. If, like, Quentin Tarantino is like, fuck you. What do you mean you don't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> when everyone's like, I don't care for something, like, that's cool. I didn't make it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't spend years of my life creating this art. Why would I be upset if you're not into it? Yeah. He was on Joe Rogan not that long ago, like a year or two ago. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's like speaking my language. I loved him. He's a giant head, by the way. Yeah. And um, he loves his feet, by the way. I heard. Well, I mean, everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just look at how he shoots his fucking movies. <laughs> but he was talking about the Manson murders in the LaBianca. And I was, I was like, fuck, finally someone said it. I've studied that shit for years. And he was very accurate in the way he talked about that. So I was like, oh, okay. And a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? That was another thing I've studied in depth. That's the La Bianca and the Manson murders. Are you a true crime aficionado? I am. I love that shit. Like every other white woman. Yeah. <laughs> Got my popcorn today. <laughs> I love it. That's like, oh, I love it. It's so interesting to me. It's like, how could someone take it, like, follow what someone says? Over smashed. <laughs> I go okay. I'll I'll murder you dozen, you know, half a dozen people. Like that's so interesting to me. <laughs> I don't know. I've never taken acid, so I feel unsafe now. <laughs> I feel unsafe. But it's just it's so weird to me. And my mom always said that was the scariest time in the '60s when all that stuff came out in the in the papers because the papers were very uncensored and put everything like what they wrote on the door in the front page of the newspaper. My mom said that was so scary. Like the pig written in blood in the cottage door. Like my mom said that was like, that was it. That was the end of the 60s. <laughs> it's <a> weird time. <laughs> I'm so into that. That makes me so fascinated. Like, I don't know. Is it the inaccuracies in the 60s that makes you dislike Once Upon a Time? I think so. I don't know. I just, the whole Brad Pitt thing and the whole Leonardo DiCaprio thing, it just pisses me off. Do you just not like pretty men? I do, but not in that particular film. I just, I don't know what it was. Like, I really gave it a chance. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch it. And I was like, this sucks. And I was talking to with, with my cousin about it, and he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's one of the greatest movies ever. And I'm like, no, it's not. It really is not. I don't know. Very upset. <laughs> I see that. Conversation. You're more upset about this than, you know, first-term abortions for big tests. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hatefully, great movie. 
what was that girl's name that was in the stagecoach with? Um, Jennifer Jason Lee? No. Um, I mean, that's it. Yes. Was that, was that her? Yeah, from Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, my God. She was so good in that movie. I don't know. There was something about that movie I really liked. And I love Django, too, because that was filmed a lot in Alabama Hills, which I love the Sierras. So if you're up to 395, you'll come across Alabama Hills, and you'll see that whole thing. People know what I'm talking about. Somebody does. <laughs> well, in Gladiator, when he goes through his dream sequence and he's kind of floating over, that's Alabama Hills. <laughs> Ridley Scott <laughs> floating over Alabama Hills, apparently. <laughs> People will be like, oh, my God. So if, you're, if you pass the 395 a lot, you'll, you'll see that. Yeah, that's a part of California I don't go to. So. <laughs> so I go up to Mammoth a lot, and I and you have to go up the 395. And so you pass Bishop, you pass Lone Pine, Big Pine, and then you pass Alabama Hills. I pass through Victorville, and I'm like, ah, 395 is over that way. Victorville is weird. Yeah. Anything east of Los Angeles is weird. Mm-hmm. Victorville reminds me of that family that was – that was, I don't know. I don't even know the story behind it, but they were found in that ditch, like all of them. It was the husband and the wife and then the kids. They were in that shallow grave in Victorville. Can you tell I'm very, like, morbid? <laughs> I mean, if this is my last podcast, folks, you know what happened. <laughs> all this stuff is so interesting to me. Like, She did bring a taser. <laughs> I did. And it's not because of him. It's because of where we are. That's, I always do. That's what she keeps telling me. I don't, not sure I believe her. I keep it in my glove box. There is no glove box here. <laughs> Look, literally, there's no car here. I saw it. I uh, You brandished a weapon in my home. Like I tell people, if you come into my house, like my, my I love my, what my cousin says. My cousin goes, I wish that someone would come into my home. <laughs> like, because we wish that, like Italians wish that kind of stuff. That we wish that someone would come into our home and and try to hurt our family. That is someone who's not living in the real world. (laughs) As someone who spent over a decade with a gun on my hip for work, you don't want that. (laughs) You you do not want that. I tell people, though, I am willing to hurt someone for my children. I'm willing to die for my children. Well, and that's a great sentiment. But the reality of having to do that? It's fucking ugly. I know. That's what I say. Like, it's it's one thing to say that. It's another thing to do it. One of the things I was taught when I started doing armed security is like, if you shoot someone, you're going to get sued. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. My brother-in-law goes, if you're going to hurt someone, make sure it's on 911. Like, that you call 911, and if someone's coming into your house, you say, I'm going to hurt you because this is my house. I'm, you know... You know, and even then it's very hard to. I mean, it was super fucked up. One of the things I was trained about is like, you are trained, we were trained to shoot to end the threat is mm-hmm. the, the exact wording of it. But when it's your word versus the corpses, your word is right. <laughs> it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked. Like, I, in all my years, all my years of like doing armed security, I never wanted to have to shoot somebody. Yeah. But the mentality is, I'm going home at the end of the day. If I have to do something to go home at the end of the day, so be it. Mm -hmm. But it's still a fuck situation. And, like, I 
dealt with guys who had to do on-the-job shootings, and they weren't the same afterwards. Yep. <laughs> For my audience who doesn't know, I, I spent over a decade working, like, on armored cars. Okay. So, like, bank trucks delivering money. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the big difference between us and law enforcement is people are getting to shootouts with law enforcement to get away from law enforcement. People get into shootouts with us to try to get what we have. It's always they're trying to ambush us. That makes me so nervous. <laughs> Did it for over a decade. God. Did it in every neighborhood in Chicago. Like Oof. every neighborhood in Chicago, Northwest Indiana, like all over the country, actually. That's how I traveled a lot was that job. I never want to like inflict violence on someone because like yeah. the reality of the situation, it doesn't go down in like fucking movies. It doesn't yeah. go down in. No. Yeah, no, it's scary as shit. It's that's what like I know people that like are like, oh, I want to be a cop. I'm like, do you really want to be, though? Like when someone that's 400 pounds charging at you and you got to make that split decision. Uh, yeah. Oh, believe me. And all my time on the job, there was only one time where I legitimately thought I was going to have to shoot somebody. And like the t- how fast it went down. All I got out of my mouth in the whole fucking interaction was you stupid motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He was on top of me faster than I could say, stop or I'll shoot. Oh, shit. Like, thankfully, I kind of clocked it and I already had a gun in my hand. Like, it would have gone potentially very differently if I had not already had my gun in my hand. Like, when this guy rushed me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, I need to kill him now. <laughs> like, this is a turn I wasn't expecting. Well. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, scary. anyone who's, like, living in this world like oh i'm going to do this i'm going to do that like they don't live in the real world i don't know i don't know how i would react with my kid i mean i probably would but i mean the reality of the situation is you don't know till you're there yeah and i hope i'm never there i, I hope so too like <laughs> i didn't know how i was going to really react until it actually went down man what the fuck <laughs> i went to go take like a sip of this and it was like whoa it gets stronger <laughs> And legitimately, it's kind of fucked up. If the guy who was rushing me had been white, I probably would have shot him. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like, in the split second I was going down, I'm like, if I shoot an unarmed Hispanic man, I'm going to prison. Mm-hmm. But if his hand had come out of his front pocket of his hoodie, I wasn't going to wait. I could never do that job. My dad says his name. He's like, oh, fuck everybody <laughs> No, it's too much. Like, I'm just one of those people. I act on emotions, and I'm one of those people. I take everything too personally, and that's why I do what I do, folks. Right? I like, do porn. <laughs> right? Where you just have to act emotionally yeah. controls. I don't put myself in harm's way. <laughs> Nor should you. Yeah. Nor fucking should you. Like, <sighs> I don't know. It's frustrating, like, American culture of, like, them basically LARPing of being superheroes with guns. Yeah. yeah you got to be really cool. <laughs> people don't know how shit works in the real world. It's, it's yeah. crazy. And my, my sister feels for fears for her husband's safety every time he goes out and he's like, Oh, I'm on a high speed. She's like, Oh fuck. You mean LA's pastime? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's our real sports team. Yeah. The ghetto bird out there that I keep hearing, by the way. <laughs> I live in Hollywood. You know, like, what were you expecting? I, I was going to say, you guys have the rumble sirens out here, and we don't have that where I am. Really? Yeah, the rumble sirens, or it's like that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we don't have that with the sheriffs. <laughs> That's like a big inner seedy, like seedy. <laughs> inner sea. This is what happens. Folks, when you drink a ton of tequila. We have a little more to go. Yeah, me- metropolitan areas do the rumble sirens. Sheriffs don't do that. Oh, I mean, we had the birds. My favorite is one building over one night. Like I'm like, man, that's a loud helicopter. I look out the window. The guy, there's a guy on the roof of building over, like with the spotlight on him. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> this is a couple of years ago. I have I have it on my phone somewhere. But literally one building over, like they had the spotlight on him. He was already injured. The and LAPD is so fucking lazy. They're like, calm down. Yeah, they're they're not going up there to get him. Look, calm the fuck down. Do the police go get him? I have seen some crazy shit in my life. So when I was in the sixth grade, this was two weeks before 9-11, there was a guy down the way from my school that got served with a warrant. He had like a bunch of illegal weapons and ammunition shit in his house. And the ATF was stupid and served the warrant while he was taking a walk with his dog or something. He rushed in the house and he barricaded himself in the house. Ended up being this big deal. Ended up being that he barricaded himself in the house, shot a cop in the head, blew up the house. We all got evacuated from the school. It was this huge ordeal. And then two weeks later, 9-11 happened. It was the wildest thing. Every class from our my school was escorted out with a sheriff with a gun to the bus. It was wild. I'll never forget that. Where were you on 9 11? Uh, I was at school. It was, um, it was like a Tuesday, I think, when that. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. And my parents made me go to school. They were like, fuck you. You're going to school. I think they didn't want me to worry. So they put me in school that day because my parents were freaking the fuck out. Yeah, it was a, it was a wild time. Mm-hmm. That was wild. And my, then my, teacher freaked out she was from new york city and was like i can't teach the class today and had some like sub come in for the day and we're like oh we're freaking out that was wild it used to be (laughs) that i was like how i could judge that i shouldn't be involved with a woman it's like where were you on 9 11 they're like oh my parents were driving me to school like you're too young (laughs) (laughs) i was in the sixth grade (laughs) my parents were like fuck it you're going to school I spent 9-11 in a bar. Really? I mean, I wasn't legally of drinking age at that point, but <laughs> I, had, I had an interview with Southwest Airlines oh, that, got re- that got rescheduled. They actually called to reschedule. It was amazing. Wow. Like, is everyone okay? Because no one knew shit. It's like, are everyone okay there? They're like, yeah, everyone's okay right now. I'm like, cool. I appreciate you called. Uh, yeah, we'll do this at some point. And then I went to the bar where one of my buddies who was 21 was bartending. And I, I spent the rest of the day in the bar watching CNN. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I'll never forget that day, too, because my dad's from New York. Look, that was the craziest day. What's also wild is, like, I had friends that lived in the Lower East Side. And all the cell service at that point was routed through the towers. Like, you could not yeah. get through to people. One of my friends who lived on the Lower East Side, he literally told me, he's like, my view of the tower falling was closer than CNN's cameras. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get through to him because fucking. Yeah. I'm like. My parents thought at the time, like, everybody in the, that Manhattan area had, like, died. My dad was freaking the fuck out. I'll never forget that. And that was the first time ever I felt out of control. And I was like, oh, my God. This is a serious thing. 
And it, not that it wasn't, but I mean, just it, keep talking about one depressing thing after the next. We're not Pete Davidson. Her father didn't die there. Yeah. Although um, I know, I know people that have that were firefighters during 9-11. They were actually in the academy and they, they made it out. That was wild. Yeah. I love New York. I would love to move to New York. I'm just saying that. Why? I love New York. I love the people in New York. I love that type A, like, fuck you person. I love that. The, that's my people. I love visiting New York. I don't want to live there. Uh, that's what my husband says. He's like, fuck that. Well, first of all, it's too expensive. But Well, yeah, you'll live in a shoebox yeah. of what you pay in your mortgage now. <laughs> yeah. um, I, would, I would love to live there, though. A lot, there's not a lot of Italians out here. Not? No. Hold on. Sorry. Don't oh, my God. Gas exi- yeah. exited your body. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, no. Liz has gas <laughs> her body. I don't want to burp. Um, people are into that. I know. That's another thing people are into. You're like, I don't want to give it away for free. Jesus. Oh, my God. You would not believe the things people are into. I've been in this industry for over a decade. Oh, yes, I would. Oh, yes, I would. Oh, my God. <sighs> I call my, I call my husband. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I've been in for over a decade. You don't understand how jaded I am on things. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> nothing surprises me. Well, speaking of the hubby here, I want to make sure he knows you're alive. Yeah, I'm <laughs> alive. We're going to tell my parents tonight. Don't tell him where are you at. <laughs> Did you just like fuck boy text your husband? <laughs> yeah. What what are you doing right now? You up? No, he well, he said he left the house at oh, someone called me. Oh, and it was my husband at oh, two minutes ago. Should I put him on speakerphone? No, I mean we could wrap this motherfucker. Uh, we have been doing this for over two hours already. Uh, we have? Okay. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, we have. This is what happens. Oh uh, well, I was trying to keep it hours. going long. I was trying to keep it going until we killed the bottle. <laughs> But, like, if your husband's getting worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> he's very, you know, he's sometimes too much. I love you, but Jesus. Aw. I know. He's so cute. I think you should get him some strange for 2024. <laughs> I think at AVN, you should introduce him to some people and get him fucking some strange. I know. Yeah. No. He's he's going to, you know what? He deserves it. He does. He some ass. Right? Some well deserved puss. Some new puss. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that your puss is bad or old or anything. Uh, no, but I agree with you. Like, it needs to be something new and exciting. And right. Like, he's been fucking the same puss for like over a decade 15 years now. Yeah, that's over a decade. Yep. So, God bless him. Right? Oh, hold on. Oh. Oh, look who's calling. Here's going. All right. We're putting him on speaker, apparently. Um, sir, you're on the air. Okay. We're wrapping it up. Like I put it to my ear like I can hear you or something. You have earphones on. I know. <laughs> um, where are you? Put them on speaker. Oh, put them on oh, real okay, speaker. On. You're on speaker, honey. Hello. Hello. Are you downstairs? Um, yeah, I'm in the car. Oh, okay. Well, we're wrapping momentarily. But hey, I know we've never met, but I haven't 
encouraging Liz to get you some weird ass for 2024. I don't mean to be in I just feel so bad leaving the little ones at home and being far away. So that's, that's like, well, we, we will wrap momentarily, but I have been preaching this whole episode that she gets you some strange. Uh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't seem excited about this. I, I have I, I love her. I don't need strange. I'm good. Well, needs and wants are two separate things, sir. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'll be down in a few minutes. Okay. Okay, All love right, you. Thanks. Okay, bye. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> what a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this is a great place to lead it off. <laughs> We're gonna call last call. We're gonna get you downstairs to your yeah. loving husband who's like, I don't need any other pussy. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm going to finish this. Well, yeah, don't let alcohol go to waste. Yeah, duh. God, my God. But Liz, before we get out of here. Wake up with the biggest fucking hangover. <laughs> future problems. Yeah. Before we get you out of here. Where can they find you on the things? Okay. So um, X or Twitter. I'm not used to saying It's X. Twitter. It's fucking Twitter. I know, Fuck you, Fucking Twitter. Um, it's Liz underscore Skylar. And then OnlyFans, many vids, and Fansly, it's X Elizabeth Schuyler X. Hell yeah. And I didn't mean to bring this up. I didn't bring this up earlier. Liz forced me to subscribe to her OF. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. I run it. <laughs> like, literally forced me to. I, I was debating if I wanted to bring that up earlier. Like, how much this woman has demanded that I try to masturbate to her. Yeah. Literally demanded. It's like a fucking demand. Like. Do it. It's just I, do it. I literally got a text like, so you know, you do extra work over Thanksgiving. I, I've never had someone like objectify me and like demand that I masturbate to them so hard. Yeah. So with that in mind, drink <laughs> up, motherfuckers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>